Mr. Bag, how are we doing? Wow, dude, no scat this week. No, well, see, because when I first hopped in here, that was what I said to you before we started recording. Like, the first thing I said, you were already in here. I said, Mr. Bag, how are Mr. we doing? Bag. <laughs> and I was like, I should start the pod like that. And then I was like, no, nah, that's fucking lame. And then I did it. Hey, dude. Because I wanted you know, to be lame anyway. I love, I love how you're not going to get the same thing every week from us on our podcast, dude. You're always going to be surprised with an intro. It's always going to be different. Yeah, exactly. Now we're just going to have to wait to see when this pops up because this is actually just a clip that we took from the middle of the show. We're going to put it in the beginning as a little <laughs> teaser for you. Yeah. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> yo. Back. What is up, my guy? How are we doing today, brother? Dude, we're confusing everyone that's listening to this. I love it. Bro, they're going to be waiting for that to hear that clip later in the show. <laughs> That's how we get them to stay to the end. Yeah, dude, our listening time is going to go from like 15 minutes on average to two and a half hours on average. And we only record for two hours, so people are going to be hanging out in the lobby afterwards. That's how yeah. good it's going to be. <laughs> I don't even know what our average listen time is. I don't really be looking like that. No, it's kind of nice how we don't look at our like podcast numbers. One, because I feel like that truly they shows would depress that we me. just do this out for our own enjoyment. And two, yeah. it's always a nice little surprise when we do eventually look like every like two months you know yeah yeah we did hit uh the last time i looked was a couple months ago and we had like just hit ten thousand um downloads yeah that was before the summer too and i'm yeah i'm sure it's gotten but it's weird because we got a some we got a we have a few like super outlier episodes that got like crazy two thousand right yeah yeah i wonder which episodes those were like i don't remember anything we record and i rarely go back and listen to our own podcast so i don't know like what episodes are we should go back and like fucking investigate those episodes and find out why they were so downloaded and yeah like i wonder if it's like a bot thing that's that's kind of honestly what my gut's been telling me yeah it's like like how twitter's inflated like that and tiktok yeah yeah um but there are other ones that are high like like 800 you know, right yeah like, yeah like multiple hundreds um so i don't know but if we got that many downloads that'd be dope maybe we had like a tiktok pop off like right before that yeah i mean the, when we first started posting our like three tiktoks that we have up they were all getting like a thousand views at least like we didn't well, have shit, any we, ones that let's just, do like, that again all right I dude, that's that's that is our easiest route to building like somewhat of an audience. I know it really is, dude, and we really need to be doing it. But so it's we low key start because like, that's how tick- we're gonna. That's how we're gonna grow. Yeah, dude. Facts, and it's kind of like TikTok, like content creating content. Even though if we're just like clipping our show and stuff, it's still like pretty time. It's not as easy yeah. as like Twitter or Instagram. Even I mean, I guess Instagram's pretty similar, but. I think it's just because, like, we have such long videos and you look for, like, you know, maximum, like, a minute sound bite. You know what I mean? I know. Like, you're we not need really to start going too much longer than that. While we're yeah, recording. we do. But then we're just laughing, bro, because we're vibing. We're having a good time. That's why we need, like, a fucking producer in here to just Correct sit in and listen down. and just be like, and take care of all that shit for us. Yeah. Well, JT we soon should... enough will be an employee. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's still going to be years down the road. No, no, no. Well, he, he's he's good. He's quick. <laughs> quick Six study. Weeks in. Two months old. Like, throw him on the mic. You just get a shot of like him in the corner, <laughs> like on the mic. 
on the ones and twos. <laughs> yeah, we got JT on the ones and twos. Welcome, JT. Say what's up to everybody. Ah. Ah. <laughs> the peanut butter baby. Yo, I saw a commercial recently, um, and it was good. I don't it had the peanut remember. butter baby in it? Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the commercial, but I remember seeing it I don't it know what it was for, but I know how the commercial... Oh, it was some kind of insurance, and it was like, who needs this kind of insurance? And it was like, I'll tell you who. And like, a ceiling collapses on a dude. He was like, this guy does. And then he's like, this guy does. And then this guy does. And then this guy does. And that's how it was. And some, some it was like, you had just had a baby. And then it's like, ah. <laughs> but it would but it would just do like a bunch of clips to like random like yeah yeah memes that popped off i remember seeing that it, that's that's been out for a while i think i i'm pretty sure that was i've a seen Super it Bowl a couple commercial. times oh really yeah, yeah i've seen it a couple times recently like within the past like week um what was the one what was the one super bowl commercial that got everyone good this year oh it was the one it was like a streaming service. I forget which one, but it like switched out to like the menu on TVs where it looked like you X'd out of like uh, app or something and everybody yeah. thought like somebody sat on the remote. Yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. Good. That one and then the the year before that, the crypto.com one where it was like the DVD and it was just bouncing around on the corner of the screen and it finally hit perfectly in the corner at the end. That's the way to do it. That was the best commercial I think Yo, I've seen in my life, dude. So we were at a Flyers game and um it was like intermission and they had that up. Like they didn't have, they would, wasn't like a special night or anything. It was just, or maybe it was like timeout or something like that. And they just put that up black screen and then flyers logo bouncing around just every time, around. every time it hits like a side, it changes color. Right. And then eventually yeah. you get the perfect, you hit it. It hits perfect. Right. The yeah. crowd cheers. Everybody cheers, right? Dude, like, it's that's, so wild how entertaining that is to everybody. Right, but like that's like it's like like a bunch of people cheered, and and um, Lex had no clue what was going, like what we were like cheering about. Um, and I was like, yeah, like it hit in the in the corner, like perfect. See how it bounces around, and she's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, dude, what? Dude, that that originates from like our generation, our childhood of like going to your friend's house for a sleepover, watching a movie, and then waking up in the middle of the night when the movie's already off, but you just see it bouncing around like on the screen in the dark. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's where that like, like it's crazy how many people saver, have had that same like, memory. Early two thousand screen, early two thousand screensaver. Yeah, it's just bouncing around. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Bounce, bounce back with that. Um, Yo, so um, Lex and I were talking, and the other night, so we've been chilling a bunch, right? Like pretty much every night, baby goes to bed, we hang out, it's great. And um, we were talking the other night, and we were like, dude, we should start a podcast. And I was like, yes. I was like, now you get it. Now you get it. We should start a podcast. Our podcast would be dope. Right. And cause here's the thing. Me and Lex would have a great podcast. Like we both have like crazy stories in our lives, like crazy shit's happening to us. Um, and like, it's not that we don't argue and we don't disagree. We do, but I think Lex and I talk about it in a really mature way. Right. It's so like even if it, it was like our relationship stuff, I think a lot of I think that's really marketable. Like, I think, like, yeah. you know, we're pretty mature and like we talk about shit well and like, you know, we come to kind of like good like agreements on things and we hear each other out and stuff like that. Um, and I think, you know, I think I think there's a market there. We were like, dude, this thing would slap. But also it's like it's not all of like and then it's also like a lot of us just like bullshit and like what we do. But it's right. just it's just good convo the whole time. So we're like, 
yeah dude we should do a podcast like our shit would slap and then she was like we should call it how did we get here because that's always dude all the time it's like you're talking like and then you're like bro how did, thing, we how did here? i get here <laughs> yeah it's like on a lamppost yeah yeah <laughs> and i was like that's actually a great name you're for not a podcast. wrong yeah it is i like that. like that's a great name for like the most rand like random podcast like ours how did we get yeah. here yeah how did we how how did we get here <laughs> it's a low-key great bit I, I forgot about that one Rick and Morty slaps. I was thinking about rewatching that the other day. Me too. Uh, I've been on like a, I don't know, however long it's been since the last episode came out hiatus. Like I haven't really gone back and watched any, but I'm kind of getting that itch. Yeah, I feel like I want to like start at like season three or four. Because like I've seen yeah. one and two a bunch. I've seen one and two almost to the point where I can name every episode in order and like say every line of every episode. I definitely can't, but I... I don't know any of the names of any of the episodes or From the like order that they're in. Season one or two. Or any season. Don't Yeah, don't honestly, answer. you're probably I right. I don't know the names and I don't it, know the order. As soon as it starts, like I could I could picture the entire episode of seasons one and two as soon yep. as the first scene. Yep, dude, you know how they starts. all end. Like, you know, pretty yep. much all the nuances of it almost. Because yep. those two, were, that was all we had for so long. What do you think? Yeah, so we dude, watched for like it. years. Dude, that show came out in 2013. Isn't that insane? That's 10 years ago. Yeah, that is insane. But it really, it really didn't get popular until like 2017. Or even later than that, honestly. Yeah, well, Pickle Rick was like, like what plummeted the show into like huge fandom. And we watched it. We were on it like season two when season two was out. Um we were on yeah. it pretty early because we, I think all our whole friend group like started watching it together, like season or season three, episode one, when they did that uh, Valentine's Day or was it, no, not Valentine's Day. It was uh, April Fool's Day where they just had the one episode on loop forever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just were like, oh, shit. And then like the ne- whole next season, like that full season came out like two weeks later. And even then, dude, I mean, that was when we lived on Beaver. Like that sounds so fucking long ago. Yeah, that so that was 2017. But Pickle Rick wasn't season three, was it? Yeah, really. It was middle of season three. Yeah, that was like Pickle Rick was season sauce four. and season three or Pickle Rick season. You know what? Season three, season one, two, and three as a pairing are the best. Yes, one hundred. Season four, it's after season four. It's like completely random. Like, like it's just like season. random, random stories and stuff like that. Like shit doesn't always tie from like, yeah, but one, two, like, three. It, it does. It does like in the grand scheme of things, like relationships and stuff like that evolve in the same way. But I feel like one through three was like a good cohesive story. Yeah, because that was before I feel like they did the whole like uh multiverse type of shit. Yeah, because now it's like, all right, well, what? Like, now you watch an episode of Rick and Morty, and you're like, is this uh, Rick Sanchez C-137? Like, what Rick am I watching? Like, it's just so mind-fucking now because of the floodgates of possibilities that they opened with every storyline. It's, like, almost hard to tell, but, like, one through three, you pretty much went into every episode thinking this is the same Rick family, like, the exact same family, the exact same characters. And, like, they kind of had more of a storyline throughout each of those seasons, and then from one to the next... And then also, I feel like they don't do as many random episodes. 
like, you know, now almost every season is like, it's going to have a Jerry episode. It's going to have like, everyone's going to have like their own episode. Yeah. Plus like the president is going to be heavily involved in one. Right. And then interdimensional cable for every, every season. He's always like the, and he, and he'll like pop up also throughout, but he always has one that he has like a big role in. There's like a big fight, like a Reagan president fight. Um, and then there's always going to be some version of interdimensional cable where it's like a bunch of like mini episodes, random skits. Yeah. Yeah. Random skits. It's more like that. There's not many episodes. What was the interdimensional cable episode of the new season five? I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't know any of the, I don't know any of the, Oh, you know what it was? It was the, the one where they go to uh, Panda express. Remember with the um, fortune fortune cookies, and it's all about like Jerry about to fuck his mom. Due to oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what a, that was that was a great episode. Forgot about that one. That was a great episode. Um, or was it? Uh, previously on that one, because there was all the different. Oh like... yeah, dude, it was for sure that one. That one confused the fuck out of me. I had to watch that one like six times to like understand it. But that one was kind of like the same as. The old storybook land. There's one in the one before that, and the one in the season before that. Oh, with was uh, the train. The story train, yeah. yeah. The story train was the OG, and then the next one was the one with the motivation guy, the writer mm-hmm. looking for his motivation, and he's like pushing yeah. that thing. Um, and then the newest one is the previous Leon. Previous Leon. I kind of hope they go back and just give us one more classic, like, interdimensional cable episode. Yeah. Like, I get they've done it twice already, but it's been... They did that season one and two, dude. It's been, like, almost ten years since we've got I honestly... That, those might be some of my favorites. What's, I which think was, they're my favorites. Which is the one where they're in the airport? In the airport? Yeah, they're, like, in an airport or, like, a train station or something. And they're watching, like how did we get here like popped up on tv or is that oh, not no, an interdimensional what, cable no, one that is that's interdimensional cable too they're at the alien uh hospital because jerry like remember like jerry got oh, something fucked up yeah and then yeah yeah the whole yeah. episode was about like them needing his dick for some alien guy that needed it for like a transplant and they're gonna put like one of those dildos on and then while he's doing all that like rick and morty are just out in the waiting room watching interdimensional Chilling. cable yeah yeah What's your what's your like most underrated episode of Rick and Morty? Like one that you love but isn't like a fan favorite or like popular? I have no idea. I have one that I don't love that I think is a fan favorite. What what's that? Can I, can I go that way instead? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I don't like the one uh where the dog takes over the dog take over one, not no, a fan. Dude, that's season one, episode two. Yeah, not That's a an fan. early ass one. Really, I thought that one. Yeah, I mean, I might I like it on that honestly, but it, but that also might just be because I overplayed it, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, one I really like is the one where they uh they cut time, like they keep like cutting time. Oh yeah, I think that's like I, the next episode after the dog one, but that's a good one. I like the time one because they all they look like floating ball sacks Flo- or like <laughs> yeah. floating balls. That's that was on purpose too. They they make a lot of aliens like penis shaped. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's funny. <laughs> um, 
I like the one where the world's ending and they go space hopping or whatever. Remember Rick and Summer, they're supposed to go space hopping and then Rick falls in love with that one. Hello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, all the, like all the worlds are going to end, I think. Maybe like a, a star is going to explode and like end a bunch of lives. So like everybody's partying and everyone's they're like, all right, going to get to the next one. And then Rick takes her with her. Hello. With <laughs> oh, hello. Yeah, I really that's like that's a newer one. one, I think. It it's newish. I feel like it's like four. Yeah, my, yeah, I think three you're or right. four. Four. Um, yeah, that that's a good one. I thought the the absolute classic one, which I think Loki's slept on, is the snake episode. The snake when, episode. Yeah, where Morty gets bit by the snake or whatever, and. Um, or he like, remember like in the beginning they're out in space oh, yeah, and he gets yeah, a flat yeah, tire. Yeah. yeah. And then they kill the snake and then they feel the, bad. Yeah. The, yeah. So they go back and it like creates this whole, like, like snakes have pretty much like gained consciousness and like created the society that's just like super powerful or whatever. And then but it, isn't... Like, they, they have like that, like that whole two minute scene where uh, the snake goes down and everybody's just talking and hisses, but like it's following it through like the pictures and it, or like the actual video and everything of going down, and they're just like evolutioned into this crazy species, and they end up like coming back to Rick and Morty to attack them, and uh, they're like in the garage fighting snakes or whatever, and Rick's just like ripping snakes out like with his teeth, he's got blood all over his face, and Morty's just like sitting behind him like whimpering and rick just turned around and goes next time stay in the fucking car <laughs> yeah because it's all just because he wouldn't stay in the car for a flat tire let me see i don't know dude i don't know which ones i think are like are like the most underrated i like um Oh, I like the one where Rick gives him the John that can, he can talk to animals or listen to animals, and he listens to squirrels, and then they're all Oh, yeah. Him. Morty's mind blowers. Yes. He, he, like, overhears the squirrels talking about, like, starting a coup down in Argentina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Morty's mind blowers. That's another one that's, like, interdimensional cable. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, that is a good one. That was, like, a, a fun, like, spin on how to do, like, uh, interdimensional cable without just doing the same thing. When's a new one coming out? Probably not until like next spring, if I had to guess. That seems fucked up. Yeah, well, they had that whole shit with Justin Roiland go down, and then I guess they had to find like another voice actor, which is going to be weird, but I'm sure they can just use his voice and like AI. It's not going to sound any different. That's what I'm going to do. You think it's going to come out soon? I don't know. Actually, let me Google it and see if there's anything that says. I think that would be good if it did. Yeah, it'd be awesome. What did we just have? Season six? We're on season seven? Yeah. Oh, you know which one I like? I like the dragon one. Oh, the dragon episode is good, dude. That and the old man in the seat where he has a toilet, like the planet just for his toilet. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good one, too. Um, let's see. Oh, this Me Seeks fucking... is a good one. Oh, that's a classic, yeah. This is this came out on July twenty third. Rick and Morty season seven. Uh um 
yeah, probably. season one, episode ten, when it's um they meet the other Rick and Morty because Rick was blamed for a murder. Oh yeah, that's with evil Rick and evil Morty. Yep. Yep. Yeah, th- yeah, that's a good Evil one. Morty was a good character. Great, dude. The whole Citadel of Rick's plot idea was awesome. That was that's probably my favorite like story backline or storyline of Rick and Morty so far. Yeah, but see, isn't now like the Citadel's like done? Yeah, there's no more Citadel cuz Evil Morty escaped. Yeah. The finite so... curve. So now I guess the whole storyline is uh Rick hunting down Rick Prime cuz that's that's the Rick that killed his wife and kid. So now he's like hunting down. Because remember in the finale of the latest season, the one where Morty drops the lightsaber vertical, and he yeah. like finds out the real Rick like left a robot in the house to take care of his family while he was like twelve fucking stories down in his cave, like in his lab, like working on ways to find Prime Rick. Right, right. So I feel like that storyline has a lot of potential. Like that could be really good. Yeah, I agree. This, the the new season started off strong when um they all got reset to their original realities. And like we got to see like season 1 Jerry like he he outlived like the all the barbarian shit that he went through after they left yeah. that planet and that was a, that was a good episode. That was a good episode. I was just going to say that. That's a, that so when I went to look at the episodes, that was like the first one that popped up was season 6 episode 1 and I was like this one was actually good. Yeah, that one was I, that. Just the concept idea of that episode was good itself. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of other good ones. The one, um, the one where he has to do like the um, Morty's like pitching his movie idea to Netflix, and then they have oh, to go yeah. on like a uh, with the, Elon uh, Musk. The Purge. And... No. Oh, oh, the Purge one was the Purge episode was the first episode I ever saw back in the day, like 2014. When that when season two first came out, that was the first episode of Rick and Morty I saw. I stumbled on it on Adult Swim at like one o'clock in the morning one time. Uh, look who's purging now! Yeah, that episode's awesome, dude. No, wait, what's the one that you were just talking about? Um, that's season four. That's the you son of a bitch. I'm in. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. Oh, what is it that they're doing? They're the doing heist. like the the heist, yeah. It's heist. the heist episode. That's what it is. Um, I gotta go back and watch season two. I feel like season two might be my favorite. Yeah, season two is goaded. That's um, dimensional. Season cable. two, episode two is uh, Rick and Morty try to get they get gas and then they leave Jerry at a daycare. Oh yeah, the, the Jerry, the Jerry Jerry Berry or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh dude what's the the christmas episode um anatomy park goaded episode yeah i love that episode yeah that one is really good where he yeah. goes they go into the old man they go into reuben yeah yeah, the, yeah. The best part the best part of that episode is when rick like walks through the front door with reuben he's like hey beth this is reuben he's gonna um i'm his doctor i'm gonna be working on something like on him blah 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 in the garage and beth just goes nice to meet you reuben and he just goes Korea. (laughs) (laughs) What a character. Yeah. Yeeted out of his face. (laughs) Yeah, and his nipple, the shadow of his dick is like coming over the Colorado Rocky Mountains. (laughs) Uh, 
I think we're gonna God, listen, if, watch that on Christmas. Like, all right, yeah, this is new Rick family tradition. Though the snake episode is a Christmas episode too. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Pickle Rick's probably up there too. Pickle Rick's pretty good. Oh, Pickle Rick. So when Pickle Rick came out, I was like, this is the greatest episode of a show I think I've ever watched. And then it got so overplayed and so overhyped up where I just like, I'm like, okay, yeah, Pickle Rick. Like, people just ruined it for me, dude. Yeah. Like, over the top with Pickle Rick. I But brilliant fucking episode when it first came out. Yeah. Whatever. We need more Rick and Morty. We do. ASAP Rocky. You want to get into the doc? Yeah, let's get into the dock. I guess so. Doc, Doc Rivers, Doc Gooden, Doc Ock. Dr. Jinx. What other docs are there? Dr. Doolittle? Dr. Doctor, give me the news. Dr. Oz? Dr. Phil? Dr. Who? Dude, oh man, we're on fire right now. Dr. Peller? I don't know who that is. That was my pediatrician. <laughs> oh, shout out Dr. Peller. <laughs> um, I don't know a thing. I don't know if I know any other doctors. Doctor uh Dr. Martin Luther King. Yes. Junior. That's a good one. Junior. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. Doc Dr. Jones, Indiana Jones. He's a doctor, right? Is he? I don't know. I'm sure there are oh. a bunch of people that are honorary doctors. Speaking of Dr. Charles Barkley, uh, he's a doctor, probably an honorary somewhere for what? I don't know. Chilling, (laughs) playing basketball. I'm a doctor of chilling. (laughs) That's the coolest title of all time. Like famous people will get honorary doctorates and do like speeches. I think I think Chris Long is a doctor. I think he's an honorary doctorate somewhere. That's cool. Fake as news. Fuck, man. That's cool. I want a, I want an honorary honorary doctorate in like You know what? Podcasting. I don't think it was I don't think it's Chris Long. I think it's JJ Watt. JJ Watt was on Chris Long's show. Oh, yes. J- I've heard that. I've I've actually heard like I remember when that first came out, I saw like yeah. an Bleacher Report or something. Yeah. Cuz he was saying that I guess he did a speech recently or this year and he was like, "Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get an honorary doctorate and I did it the first one that I did." So like at different schools, we was like, I don't know. Yeah, it was cool. I know. Uh, um, Jeter, like when he was still playing, he was taking classes like in summer to get like his college degree, and he ended up getting like his master's or something. But I mean, he was drafted out of high school, so he never went to college. And I was like, damn, dude, is there anything this guy's not good at? Um, I bet I whoop his ass in Diablo. Managing the Marlins. Yeah, he wasn't even a manager though. He was a CEO. Uh, well, I mean, uh, oh well. You're, first of all, you're, you're look still at the managing. Now, you're so still managing you know them wasn't? as an organization. Yeah, but like, look at them now, dude. Maybe he set them up for success and was like, I don't all right, know. I'm out. I don't know. Don't you think he would have um, been there to reap his rewards? No, I think he started it and was just like, "Yo, this is a bunch of bullshit." Like, I'm out. I mean, he left because the Marlins were like, yeah, we're not committed to winning right now. And he was like, well, what the fuck's the point? I'm out. You know who's not committed to winning right now? The Yankees. The Mets. Yeah, I wish the Yankees weren't. Um, 
Lex was was reading me something today, and it was it was basically saying that uh, I guess they were saying that they're not trying to win this year or next year. They're looking to twenty twenty five and twenty twenty six. Yeah, that's why Scherzer like waived his no trade clause. Yeah, yeah, because the yeah. GM somebody told, told him that, and he was like, "All right, well." No, the GM told him that, and he was like, "I want to hear it from Steve." And then Steve Cohen told him yeah, that, and he was Steve like, "All right, that. then I'm ready to go." I mean, good for him, dude, because that window they're looking to win at is outside of his contract. Yeah, years, it's outside so. of his career, possibly. Yeah. So, so good for him. I mean. He got traded to a good team, so he made right. out like a fucking bird. So he gets traded to the Rangers. It was Scherzer and $36 million for Acuna's younger brother. Yeah. Who's going to be a great... He but already is I, a great prospect. I think they're going to save more than $36 million in his salary, that whatever portion of their salary they're dumping off, plus luxury tax for the next couple years. Yeah. And he's got what two year this year and another year left on his contract. Yeah. So end of twenty twenty four, and I bet he gets like a one year deal if he still wants to play. He could get a one year deal with someone somewhere. Yep. As long as he doesn't completely shit the bed or get hurt. Um, but then they also went and traded Justin Verlander right back to the Astros. Justin Verlander back to the Astros. Um, I think the Mets got two of their top prospects. Uh, like yeah. they're, I think maybe like they're number one and they're number four or something like that. Yeah, Which but the I, Astros, Astros don't give a fuck, dude. They're already winning now. Like, right, right. They're just fuck. They're so loaded. It's not even funny, dude. Did you see the Mets on Twitter posted like a a graphic and said thank you JV? And I was like, bro, he made it to like the All Star break for you guys. Like, yeah, yeah. For they didn't what? do that Thank for Scherzer, who was there longer. Yeah, dude, for what? For his seven ERA and, like, seven starts? <laughs> like, And relax. Scherzer wasn't even good for them either, dude. No. I mean, that's what I'm saying, dude. The Mets made the right move. Um, yeah, they, they were actually, both bad signings. They actually saw a lane at the trade deadline and decided to take one, um, unlike the Yankees, where they're just like, nope, we're not going to do – we're not going to do anything. We're not going to buy. We're not going to sell. We're just going to sit here and continue to do what we've been doing for three years. That hasn't fucking worked. Or four, longer than that, five years, 2017, since Aaron Boone's been our fucking manager. They've just been bad um, and unwilling I'm, to change. Well, I'm genuinely, like, boycotting fucking the state. Like, I'm not going to a game this year, dude. I'm not, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to – I think the best way for the Yankees to have any change is for the fans to take it into their own hands and, like, not show up at games, not buy merchandise, like start hurting house pockets. And then maybe he'll be like, Oh fuck. All right. Well, my pockets are hurting. So now I'm going to make some changes. Cause that's the only genuine way. So you're going to come up to, you're going to come up for a bird's game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go. I don't need any convincing for that. (laughs) I'm definitely going to the bills game. And if you want to come to that, I don't know. I think it's in October. I could probably do October. Um, doing that, I'm getting tickets for Lex for her birthday. So if you want to do that, we can do that. If you want to come a different time, you can go to a different game. Let me. Uh, I'll probably be. I'll probably be good for that. Um, the Bills game, but let me look at the schedule and see if there's any other ones that we could hit while Tickle I'm actually your fancy. for Christmas or something. Yeah. True. True. Hell yeah! I'm with it. That's all about it. I'm. I, I'm like. 
I need the Eagles, dude. I need the Eagles to save me from this because I have a disease where I w- will still watch this team every night. Like, yeah, unfortunately, for three hours, and it's not doing me any good. Like, look at my fucking hair; it's blue. This, mm. this, this just not. You know what I mean? It's not good for my mental health. Um, but I'm gonna watch because I'm a fan and have been a fan my whole life, and I'm not gonna be one of those people that are like, oh, well, you're not good, so I'm not gonna follow you. I hate those types yeah. of fans. Where like they're they act like they're diehard fans, but the second their team is bad, they're like, nope. Lex said that if they get rid of Alonzo either this year, like in the off season, or just like don't resign him and let him walk, like if they don't try to like resign him, she's like, dude. And if we're just bad, I don't really see myself following them too much. She was like, I I haven't barely watched any games this year. I don't really yeah, see myself just, following if they, if, <laughs> it, yeah. But, like, Pete's, like, their only, like, legitimate homegrown, you know what I mean? Yeah, but... And he's I, I, played at such time, a high if level. If it's not, like, a good business... To, like, if they're not looking to win until 2026 or 2025, and I don't know how old he is, but that's still, like, four years away, or three years away at most. Like, if he's not going to be... Well, 2025 is only two years away. Yeah, but they said um, the GM told Scherzer he's like twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six, but not really twenty twenty five. Like we're more, our window's more focused for twenty twenty six. Like that's going to be our like deadline. Like all right, we need to be competing. But like three years from now, if he's not like you know the same player he was now, like I I could see why they wouldn't want to lock him up to a contract where he's going to be a part of that window. Like say you're competing for twenty twenty six. You have a three-year window with that set of players. At this point, that'd be signing to like a, a six-year contract, and like, is that worth it now? Like, are you going to pay Probably. that contract now? You think so? Yeah, dude. Like, think about the contracts that players are signing now. Like, they're signing like ten-year deals. Yeah, like, but Pete Alonso is still on his rookie contract. Guy. Yeah, but he's older. He's he's like an older rookie. He's like, I'm pretty sure he's the same age as Judge. So you tell me he's not worth like a six-year deal? Because, like, you get him for, for six Mets, years. For the Mets, no. Like, if the Mets aren't, like, a competing, like, a team that's competing now, if they had the money, I would say yes. But for the Mets, if their plan isn't to compete for another three years, then, like, what are you paying this high salary for the three years you know you're not going to be good for? You know what I mean? Just have a chance that he might be good during your winning window. But if you're, like, the Astros, who, I mean, they just signed a first baseman from the White Sox, Jose Abreu, who hasn't had a great year. But, he, I mean, he's been a top first baseman for the past six, seven years. Um, or like, you know, maybe the Dodgers need a first baseman after Muncie's gone, or I don't even know who's playing first base over there, but like I, he could get six years at a team that is in their window. Fuck. Come to the Yankees, dude. Anthony Rizzo's worth a piece of cheese. I'll take Pete Alonso at first base. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That Pete Alonso at first for the Yankees would be very good. Would be nice, dude. Loves to hit in our stadium. He fucking destroys us every time. I'd love to have him in Philly. Yeah, I mean, you'll have Reese I back like, next year, but that's I no know, Pete and Alonso, I, That's dude. the thing. I really like Reese, but I feel like Pete's better than Reese. Like, you know, just seeing it 100%, how it is, right? And you guys are in a winning window now. Like, right. the Mets so are like, coming out and saying they're not going to compete be upset. for years. I wouldn't be upset with signing Pete from the <sighs> Mets and just being like, sorry you didn't it's cherish him. Gonna... Now he's going to dick on you every year. Yeah, I was going to say that the case with that is – Will the Mets be like, all right, we're going to let you go, Like, but there's a chance if Philly actually is interested in him, like, 
if he's going to be in our division for the next six years, that's not also not like might as well pay him at that point. You know what I mean? Right. Right. We don't want him. I mean, although like the games, the division games have gone down because now everybody has to play everyone, but still like come playoff time. Like if you're getting hurt by Pete Alonso, that's going to hurt way more yeah. than. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like how everybody plays everybody. And I like how they do the subway series where it's like two and two. Cause like yeah. for they the Phils and the one... Yanks. They need we'll to just save split, one Subway just swap, Series I mean. for 9-11, though. Like, tell me that wouldn't be awesome, dude. Yeah. Like, that's such a great idea to have both New York baseball teams playing, like, and celebrate Not celebrating, but, like, remembering 9-11. Yeah. Like how it was in 2001. Maybe they're just, you know, not proud Americans. Fucking Yankees aren't right now. We got fucking patches. But it's America's pastime, dude. They got to be proud. Yeah, that's what you're telling me, dude. I've put up like three propaganda TikToks about Brian Cashman today. (laughs) (laughs) Start spreading the news. (laughs) Even if it's propaganda, spread that shit anyway. It's funny, too, because all like the huge New York media, like uh, WFAN and Michael K and all them are like, yeah, I, we hate to be the guy, but if George Steinbrenner was still alive, like Aaron Boone would have been fired months ago, and Brian Cashin would have not had a job after this trade deadline. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, been saying that for years now. Like, what's taking what's taking everyone so long to catch on? And why aren't like the media members like asking hard questions to Brian Cashman? They're like, like yesterday during his presser, they were just like, yeah, so. Uh, were you guys buyers or sellers? And he was just like, we were in between, like we were in a gray area and no media member was like, why didn't you guys have a plan? Like, was there nobody in the front office that had a set plan or like path to what you guys are trying to accomplish here? Like you got to realize nothing's happening with this team. Like nothing has happened for the past, however many years. And you've been saying you need to go out and get a left fielder for a year and a half now. Like, why haven't you done it? Well, stop. They signed doing they signed reliever Kenyon Middleton from the White Sox, and they signed starter Spencer Howard from the Rangers. So, yeah, and then they just sent Spencer Howard down to AAA. So great, dude! You you traded for a minor leaguer. Interesting. What do you fucking do. The only reason they made those trades was because they didn't want to have to be the team that didn't make a move at the trade deadline or once this year. That was they were the last team to do so, and they just didn't want to be like people's like idea of them to be like oh well you suck because you didn't make any trade accusation accusations or anything and it's like one our bullpen is good we have a good bullpen why are we adding to that we need bats we need left fielders we need third baseman what the fuck like a 15 year old playing mlb the show could manage a team better than the way the yankees are being managed right now dude facts it's super depressing how do you not just look at your team and be like okay these are our worst spots let's go get better there and, dude, like, I know I said this last episode, but Anthony Rizzo has hit one home run in his last 80, ga- 80 games, bro. That's more than half the season. And he's batting cleanup for us every night. Now, tonight he's not for the first time. I don't know what took them so fucking long. Well, you would think after, like, 40 games of not having a home run and batting under 200, you might slide him down the lineup a few times so that when big spots and games come up where he's – batting behind judge now and you got an opportunity you don't fucking strike out or roll one over to shortstop yeah. and roll double play like trey turner got no moved sense, down dude. to the bottom half of the phillies lineup uh good 
I mean, the way he's had, the way he's been playing, that's like the smart move, the smart thing yeah. to do, dude. Yeah. That's anybody with a baseball mind would do that. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter who you are, and the Yankees are too prideful to do shit like that. Dude, a couple nights ago I was watching against well, they played the Pirates and one of their games against the Pirates. Their starting Philly starting pitcher went five innings. I think maybe one hit. No, no hits. Nowhere and like I think he hit three batters and walked two, so that's not great. But still no hits, you know, no earned. Pulls them and how many pitches was he at? Um, like I think mid eighties or maybe lower. Gotta give him another inning at least. At least, right? Yeah. And so whoever I think whoever came out in the sixth Gives up the first hit to the first batter, then gives up a two-run home run to the second batter. I think we were all, only one nothing. Oh, was that Sir Anthony? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. That's that's tough. That's just a yeah. bonehead uh, manager move, dude. And we get yep. that from Aaron Boone yep. on a nightly fucking basis. Analytics, but Rob's good for the most part. He's he. I think he's been solid. Like I've had my up and downs with him throughout the year, but he does like make changes and stuff. And he said he was like, dude. He hit three guys and he walked two. So like, yeah. it's not like he was having a great night. Like I understand nobody they didn't have any hits, but they still I mean, got five yeah, that's, guys. On that's base. a great that's a great night. It's just not a perfect night, dude. I mean, asking for anything more than that is like, all right, chill. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Like two walks, three walks, but five innings pitch with no hits. Like you're gonna get around those walks if you're not letting anybody hit the ball. So who gives a fuck? Facts, facts, and that's kind of what my thing was, but. Whatever, dude. They played the Marlins last night, and they were down one nothing. Top of the ninth, Bryson Stock gets on. Harper hits an RBI double, ties it at one. Costi comes up, hits a two run shot to go up three one. Phillies win three one. I uh, saw it. It's so funny. I saw this TikTok last night of these two guys at that game, and um, it was a video of him like panning over to his friend, looking at his phone, and he just looks up from his phone and goes dude, my cat just died. And he goes, oh, fuck. And then just turns to Castellanos and he hits the bomb. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you think it was planted? Like, this man can't be stopped. Yeah. Had to be, but that's still gold. I th- I think they were just like doing it every time Castellanos was up and hoping like it would happen. And it just happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and there's a deep drive to right center that, field. It'll be a 3-1 ball game. <laughs> I mean, that's gold. I really can't ask for much more from the Phillies, except they did lose three out of four series after the All Star break. But I mean, you guys are still in second place, right? Uh, I think we are now because we beat the Marlins. But we were in third, I know, at one point, and we were actually out of the wild card, like a half game. Let's see. Yeah, you're still very much in the hunt, dude. You guys have one week where you go like fucking five and yeah. one, and you're good. Yeah, we are. I think a game and a half ahead of the Marlins, but we're still 11 and a half back from Atlanta. I I mean, nobody's catching Atlanta, dude. They're, they're too good. They're going to be in the world series this year. I think probably dude. Um, Phil's sit in the number in two Atlanta spot in the Houston wild card. Rematch. The number two spot. Yeah. But I mean, we're a half game behind the giants who have the one spot. We're only one game ahead of the Brewers in the third spot. And then the Diamondbacks and the Marlins are a half game out. So it's it's real tight. It's a tight and race. It's, and then Cubs at three and Padres at four and a half. 
And the Padres are making yeah, use I was of the deadline. I know, dude. And so were the Cubs. I was I was kind of annoyed that the Cubs weren't sellers because if the Yankees were going to buy, like the one guy that I really wanted was Cody Bellinger, and he was pretty linked to the Yankees before the Cubs went on like a seven-game win streak. And we're like, nope, we're buying at the deadline. We're going to run for it. Fun, fun stuff in Chicago, though. Yeah. Not un- unless you're a White Sox fan. That's true. They're big, big sellers. Big sellers. Yeah, they stink, dude. Um, let's finish off the rest. I, I got a bunch of names here, a bunch of trades here we can go through. Um, okay. the Mets send David Robertson to Miami Marlins. There, that he's their closer. He was actually was in Philly the year before, and uh, he had the best ERA on the team of like qualifying pitchers, like a two two five, maybe better. I think it was like a two five ish. Um. And he was having a good season, like as their closer, like not like best in league or anything. That cat in Cincinnati's killing it. Um, but I mean he's had a good year. Then they also send Marcana to Milwaukee for a double A prospect, and they sent Tommy Fom to Arizona. So Mets are sellers. They said they weren't having a fire sale, and here's five guys out the window. <laughs> five guys, burger and fries, baby. Dead ass. Dead ass. <laughs> No, honestly, good for them for like knowing what they're they want to do, dude. Yeah, and I mean Tommy yeah. Fom, like now like, he's had a good. Lex was like, dude, this is like his best year. Like he's had a really good year for us, and I'm like, that's why you sell him because he doesn't right. have a track record of being good. He might never be good again. He might just have like his values call, like as high fire. as it's gonna be. Like let's let's you know get the value not, for him while like we he's can. He's gonna be a part of like your championship team in three right. years, you know right? Because I mean? he's not. He's not like right now. He doesn't seem like his future is like an all-star player, like you know, right. key cog to a championship a team. Yeah, he's not like a young stud or anything by any means. Um, and Mark Hanna, I think you know, I think Mark Hanna's pretty good, honestly. Yeah, I mean, he's all right. He's worth whatever the uh, Brewers gave back. He went to the Brewers, right? Yeah, yeah, he went to Milwaukee. Yeah. He's kind of another one of those Tommy Fam kind of guys. Like, yep. His value is high enough to trade him. Why not? Like, and I hate to keep going back to the Yankees, but we don't have anybody of that unless your name is Aaron Judge or Garrett Cole, and those are two guys that we're not going to trade away. Like yeah, even facts. Glaber, Glaber Torres was like heavily linked to the uh, Marlins, but I guess Brian Cashman was just asking too much. But like right now, his value's never been higher. Got to pull the trigger. Yeah, got to do something, dude. Yeah, got to do something. Um, I mean, the Phils didn't do shit. They got a right-handed starter from Detroit. I've never even heard of him before. Michael uh, Lorenzen. Was it Eflin? Oh, Lorenzen. He's like a three or four, I think. Yeah, I'm not not uh, impressed. Just just a depth piece, but still. The Rangers kind of stacked up. Like Their big hole was their pitching. So they got Scherzer, right? And then they got Jordan Montgomery, who I think is solid. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I dude, think, he's a great he's a great three or four starter. Yeah, yeah. He's like a great four guy. Um, and then they also added Araldis Chapman to the bullpen. Yeah, they yeah, they added him uh, a few weeks ago, but he's had look look, dude, he leaves the Yankees and he's an all star again. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, but uh, I think we I think we actually talked about it a few weeks ago how about how he made that like one tiny mechanical adjustment and now his fastball is back up to like 101. Money, 
yeah, dude, just unlocked like that. Um, and then out in LA, the Dodgers they get um Ahmed Rosario from Cleveland for Noah Syndergaard. Yeah, Syndergaard's poop. Dude, Rosario's he is poop. How good. is he? How is he worth that, bro? How does that trade happen? I don't know. The Dodgers are like fucking the luckiest people of all time. Dude. They so also annoying. traded for Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly from the White Sox. Yeah, dude. And then did you see? Uh, first of all, love Joe Kelly. Second of all, yeah. Lance Lynn is in his first very start, solid. He's very solid, but like hasn't had a great year this year for Mm-mm. Lance Lynn standards. And um, as soon as he had his first start with the Dodgers, they like upped his fastball. Like they're just like use your fastball like way more. And he he threw his fastball like a forty five percent click, and was like a stud again, dude. It's like goddamn. Like how do people just like? All right, yeah, we're eyeing forget. Lance Lynn. If he throws his fastball more, he's going to be great. So let's target him and trade for him. Trade for him, and it just happens like that. Like that's what a GM needs to do. Oh my god. Fucking Brian Cat, dude. Ah, you want to wring his neck sometimes, dude. Become a Dodgers fan. I'd rather hang myself. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you didn't understate it at all or overstate it at all. <laughs> no, I did it perfectly on the spot. Also in LA, the Angels get Lucas Giolito from the White Sox, and they also get Ronald Grichuk, but more importantly, first baseman CJ Crone from Colorado. So they're making moves to try to go they're for going it. going for it. I mean, they're farther back. They're like half a game back from the where the Yankees are. So good luck to them. But, I mean, they have Shohei No, the, the Angels so and the knows. Yankees are both three and a half back. Oh, we're tied now? Yeah. But the the Angels have one more win and one more loss. So they're 56 and, and 53. See, dude, they're in the same position that we are with the best player of all time. And they're still making moves. Like, they're still making moves to go for it. Two of the best players of all time. Yeah, but Mike Trout's hurt, and he's probably out until mid-September at at the earliest. But, Mm -hmm. like, you still have Otani. You're going to be your number one pitching-wise. He's going to be your best hitter. So, like, basically got two guys in one. Yep. You still have, uh, like, a few other pieces around him, and then they're still going out and making moves to be better, even though, like, they're basically the laughing stock of the league because they have the two greatest players of all time. And they still can't win shit. Yeah, dude, they got to find ways to get into the pull, find a way to get into the playoffs. At least dude. they're trying, dude. At least they're trying. God. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, they're trying to keep, to keep Otani, right? Like they could have traded him. Like they're probably going to try to give him a good contract, you know, like, you know, at they're least like make a competitive one. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's kind of I mean, all you can ask, right? Like, dude, they were trying to sell their team like months, a few months ago, and now like they're not doing that. They're like trying to fix shit and make their team better. And it's like, oh fuck, we have Mike Trout, we have Shohei Otani, we have what we need. We need to just like build something. Yeah, yeah. and they're trying. They're they're at least trying. Can't say that about the Yanks, dude. So back to the Metro really quick because I was thinking about this. Is it? Did you tell me this, that Steve Cohen wants to get the GM from Milwaukee, but he can't get him yet until his contract expires? I didn't tell you that. Well, I think I heard that from somebody, right? Like, I think that the GM in Milwaukee is like a money ball type dude, like genius guy. And Steve Cohen yeah. loves him and really wants to get him. And like, he's made that known. Um, but like, he can't because 
of the way the contracts worked. I guess he'd have to like trade for him and Milwaukee doesn't want to give him up. So like once his contract expires, like then he can go after him, which I think is after this year. So that's why he's eyeing the future. Uh, that makes sense. Like you're just going to have a full complete rebuild. Might as well do yeah. it now and aim for a window. You know, when that guy's going to be available. Yeah. You can have yeah. Brian Cashman in the meantime. No, I think they're good with what they have already. <laughs> Are they though? I mean, um, we're still we're, we're as bad as no. the Yanks are. We're still having a better year than the Mets. So that's true. That's true. But I mean, if their if their GMs, that I means going to be bad. Might as well just stay with that. You know. I mean, good at the deadline. Like, what's happening? Why are you making faces like that? All right, we need a little. We need a little. Uh, where's our soundboard? We need like a. Breaking, breaking news, news alert. yeah but it's not it's not really that breaking because nobody's listening live okay yeah you're right news alert uh okay. so you know how i told you about breaking the whole, to us breaking to us you know how i told you about the whole domingo herman had armpit issues didn't start and then came in like the fifth inning yeah just got an update it says the yankees announced that domingo herman has agreed to voluntarily submit to inpatient treatment for alcohol abuse he's being placed on the restricted list during his time away from the team So he needed a few innings to sober up. Probably, dude. Yeah, they probably pulled him for coming in hammered. Yeah, and like from the night before, or drinking like there. You know what I mean? Like at the clubhouse. Wait, they just they just released a statement. Uh, uh, basically, what I just told you. It is critical that Domingo completely focuses on addressing his health and well being. We will respect his privacy as he begins this process. Damn, son. <laughs> Someone goes, he still pitched better than Brito off the Casamigos. <laughs> <laughs> facts. Big facts. <laughs> wow. I'm I'm good on Domingo Herman, dude. Like get well, but Yeah, I hope you get damn, well. Dude. <gasps> That's tough. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> What's going on, bro? Uh, oh man. Man, I mean, tough day to be a Yankees fan, huh? I think we might be cursed, dude. You I think, think we so? genuinely might have a curse. It's been what fourteen years since we've that's been to the legitimately World nothing. Like, that's legit nothing. What do you mean? How it's long nothing? did Boston go? Years. Okay, that's a legit curse, though. They went like eighty something, eighty six years or something like that. The okay, went, so like, you're oh. talking about fourteen, and you're talking about curses, bro? <laughs> yeah, dude, be it's different when you have fucking you've been to the world series and won it 27 times you know what i mean like expectations are a little bit higher over here maybe it's just somebody else's turn you don't have all the, the fucking brand. money anymore no dude that's You're not the, the richest brand. team anymore that's the brand that george steinbrenner built was it's championship or bust and then when yankees fans are like oh you're being a spoiled yankees fan it's like yeah dude that's what i signed up for that's the brand i was sold like Win or not? Okay, you got you know a point. Mean? You got a point because Steinbrenner didn't give a fuck. He would make it rain like Steve Cohen is willing to make it rain, but he would do it smarter and win championships. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate when somebody says that. It's like, oh, well, the Yankees have all this money. but It's like, yeah, dude, we have all this money and still can't fucking win. Why do you think I'm so mad? <laughs> like, Facts. It'd be different if I was a Pirates fan. Like, oh, wow. Well, yeah, dude, when your highest fucking contract is $60 million, gonna be tough to win sometimes but when you have a payroll of almost 300 million and you can't hit a fastball right down the middle 
Pirates Tough are forty-eight and fifty-nine this year. What a bummer. The what the Pirates are? Yeah. Yeah, they started off hot too. Yeah, they were. They were nice at the beginning of the year, first like two months. Well, O'Neill Cruz went down and then it kind of just went yeah. down the ship. But Ellie De La Cruz, he's been fucking killing it. He's a big dude. Dude, he's like if Aaron Judge was skinny and fast. Yeah. He hits bombs, plays elite defense, and like literally runs like Usain Bolt. It's crazy. He's like the yeah. ultimate five to- five tool player. He really might be. I mean, the only tool Judge doesn't really have is his speed, but he still steals bags and stuff. But Ellie's like five well, tools. Yeah, all he got to do is take like speed. two steps and lay down, and he's at the bag. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Three strides, and he's there. That is. Have you seen the you- video of? Uh, when Ellie hit for the cycle, his triple dude, him legging it around second base, it was crazy, dude. It was like no, a gazelle just gliding, dude. I've never seen somebody run like that in my life. Glider boy. You know what would be cool also? What? If we had a producer and they could like pull up that video real quick and show us. Yeah, we really need to hire somebody. And it's like we don't, we like, don't for pay free. them, but we'll be like unpaid internship. I don't know if we can do that. I don't know if. Why? I don't know. We don't have the credentials to give somebody a internship. Yeah, that's what the guy. That's what the producer for Bob Does Sports did. I mean, he really? was just filming, edit videos, and then like they got big, and he was just like, "Yeah, fucking, what's his name?" Bob was talking about it in an interview. He was like, "Jet was just like the hardest worker I've ever met." So I like started making money and started paying him and kept him on for the team. And he's like the heart and soul of this channel. Maybe we just need a jet. Yo, we do need a jet. Who would be our jet? I don't know. But if we had a jet that would like sit in while we do this stuff, while we talk, right? Pull stuff yeah. up for us and whatnot, and like maybe like give us like talking points, things like that, right? We need a Jamie, dude. That's what we need. Right, right. Or even the dudes in at the footballers are nice, but they got three of them, bro. I don't think we need three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but at one point, they probably only had one. But, like, and then just someone that could, like, clip stuff and then make content, right? Like, put out, put out our clips on social. Yeah. That's what we need. And then also if they could, like, make some of the pod doc or, like, throw in like pod doc topics yeah, i mean you just read all you i don't even look at the doc dude you just fucking that's because and I... that's because it's not on the google drive anymore i just have literally a like a pages that's like the microsoft word version for you know what we should Apple. start doing i have a pages thing up and i just edit that every day i don't even have new ones for every episode it's just like a, we should I just, just start a shared notes thing on our phone we could do that. that i feel like that'd be the easiest way to do it yeah we could do that so I always got or my I phone could just share. Me. I could share this pages thing with you, and you could still get it on your phone. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty much the same thing. We'll have our we'll have our Jamie Junior do it. Okay, fine. I uh, and then if you get a new conclusion. computer and you get a Mac, right? Then you could just do it on your computer. Yeah, I think that's going to be in the works pretty soon, dude. This this laptop is. I mean, I've had it since, like, 2017. It's pretty shitty. Pretty outdated. I just need to get a Mac, dude, because that, that will last me. And Yeah. My thing, the thing that killed this laptop I have is, like, in college, I didn't have, like, um, 
like a TV that had was connected to like Netflix and all that stuff. So I always had just my laptop plugged into my TV and I would fall asleep like every night to like YouTube or Netflix or something. And that just like killed the battery. Burnt it. Yeah, burnt it out. Yeah, that's true. Dude, I feel so bad. Why? Baby's been crying for like a hot minute. I feel so bad for Lex. Oh, I was going to say, is Lex upstairs? Is JT yeah. is JT like a does he cry a lot or is he just no. like he's hungry? No, it's like rare for him to cry a lot. He's like pretty chill. Like he'll cry, but he's like either he's got poopy diaper or he's got to eat or he's upset because he's in the bath. That's when I'd be crying the most too. Yeah. Except he doesn't that, he doesn't like dislike the bath that much. He's like fake crying. And then he's like, "Oh, this is actually kind of nice." You're like chilling. tears of joy? No. No, <laughs> no. They're tears of discomfort. I think it's just like such a shock at first. He's like, "Ah, what the heck is going on? Oh, what the fuck is this?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you think about it, dude, if you don't know what water is or like a bath is, like being in that for the first few times is probably terrifying. You don't yeah. know anything about the world at all. And then we try to like. Sometimes we'll put his towel in the, in like the dryer while we give him a bath, and then we'll pull it out when we're when we're done. And wrap him in like a warm towel, but sometimes it's not warm because like going from water to air is chilly, boy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Warm towel probably feels fucking awesome though when it is warm. Yeah, yeah. He peed on me once. After we literally gave him a bath, wrapped him up. I was like, had him all wrapped up in my arms, like sitting on the rocking chair, and I'm like, yeah, why is my leg wet? <laughs> <laughs> Just peed like dude through his towel, through my shorts and my boxers, and I was like, interesting. This is oh. nice. And is Lex that me was or like, you, JT? <laughs> <laughs> Could have been me, too. You're right. Lex was like, yeah, we're going to put you right back in the bath. Thank you very much. <laughs> Maybe he did it knowing he would get put back in the bath. It was like, hell yeah, extra bath night. I don't think that was it. No? I think it was that warm blanket, dude. It had him feeling way too cozy. <laughs> he probably fell asleep, and that's what caused him to pee. Probably. You ever, you ever seen that prank where some like one of your friends falls asleep and you put their like hand in like a cup of warm water and make them pee? <laughs> dude, dude. So when I was in eighth grade, we had our eighth grade like camping trip. We all stayed in cabins, and um, there was like I don't know, probably like sixteen of us to a cabin, and uh, we were like, all right, let's do that trick, right? Put him, put his hand in warm water, and like he'll he'll pee his pants, like to the first person that falls asleep. But we didn't have anything to put water in. So, like, somebody ate a bag of Cheetos. Like, a little, like, a small, like, bag of Cheetos <laughs> that comes in, like, the 36-pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Filled it with water from the sink. And then as, like, we're trying to do it, I, I think it might have been me, but it could have been somebody else. I don't, memories are fuzzy. Um, Whoever it was, just, like, giggling, trips, water just all over this dude. <laughs> and all over his bed. <laughs> bad news yeah dude like, like burnt him instead of made him pee himself no no it wasn't that hot don't be dramatic yeah, you just imagine like dude will put his hand in boiling water and he'll pee himself <laughs> he'll pee himself and get fifth degree burns <laughs> what, what, it'll, oh, be, it'll be so good we'll never see that? it coming <laughs> 
<laughs> he might have to get bandages and like ointment for the next five weeks, but he might have to get new fingies. He might never feel again. Like we're his, just gonna, his nerves might we're just never work. Scorch again. his nerve endings in his fingers. <laughs> Did you guys ever do the cinnamon challenge? Yes, all the time. That one was good. That one, got, dude. I got literally us was leaving times. my my house ones, and, like grabbed my lunchbox, and before I threw it in my backpack, just like. Grabbed that thing of cinnamon <laughs> from the pantry and a spoon, and I was like, "All right, bet." And we were fucking doing it in the lunchroom. <laughs> uh, Did you guys have any like in your cafeteria lunchroom, like in middle school or high school, ever have any like food fights or anything, or, like anything happen like that? Um, no, no, no food fights. I don't think nothing too serious. Anyway. Maybe like a little low key, like we'll throw cookies at each other and shit across the table. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. Little twenty five cent cookies, whip those motherfuckers. Yeah, dude, or just like standing up, like having your boy like bet or uh, daring them to stand up and just whip an apple across the cafeteria. <laughs> um, we went through, yeah, yeah, a lot of like random one off, like yo yo, throw this, it'll be funny, and just whoop, <laughs> and then you duck. Yeah, <laughs> uh. it's so true, dude. When we were in middle school, we used to play um, knuckles a lot. Like you put your knuckles down on the table, and then with somebody a with, a, with a quarter would just whip it at them between like their first two fingers. Yeah, yeah, that was not a that I hated that game because I had some skinny ass. I mean, I still do, but I had just like really skinny bony hands. So like anytime I played knuckle, oh dude. Yeah, yeah, we did that a lot. I put some we- hair on your chest playing that game. We did a lot of weird shit. Honestly, I remember middle school lunches more than high school lunches. You know what? I kind of do too. And I think that's because in middle school, like I still went out like for recess. Like we would go out and play like on the football field or soccer field or something. But in like high school, we didn't have recess. Obviously, we just had lunch. You might be right. Like we would go out in middle school. Like, eat lunch for, like, 15 minutes and then have, like, 20 minutes outside. Yeah. Yeah. It made lunches more just, like, another class that I didn't give a fuck about. Yeah. I definitely remember, Dude, you know what, actually? In high school... Okay, so this is how it worked in high school. We had our... We had blocks. So, we had four classes a day. So, the third period class... You had four classes a day? Yeah. We had semesters. What and then the we, we had like a we had like one like short class like a like a twenty minute block. It was called a, a, AA, not Alcoholics Anonymous, but it was called <laughs> AA. Um, and so anyway, periods one, two, and four are all the same length. Period three was like twenty five minutes longer, and it was split up into. So I guess it was every class was seventy five minutes. But that's wild. Yeah. So yeah. So every class was seventy five minutes, and then AA was forty minutes, I think. But block three was a hundred minutes, but it was split up into four twenty five minute lunches. So you either have lunch one, two, three, or four. So you'd either go like in the first twenty five minutes of block three, the second twenty five minutes, the third, or the fourth. You know what I mean? Your lunch was only twenty five minutes long. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. That's such a confusing way to do it. What the fuck? We just had like the typical nine periods. They were like 40 minutes each. 
and then one of your periods would be lunch. They'd it'd go from like, I think fourth period was the first lunch, and that was at like I that sucked. I got that twice, I think, and that was at like ten thirty in the morning. So I'd be eating lunch at like ten thirty, um, and then the last one was seventh period, and that was at like twelve fifty two or something like that. Yeah. What time? What time did you guys get out every day? Uh, one fifty eight. Oh, we got out at two o seven. I mean, that's like the same. Yeah. Yeah, we went seven twenty one to one fifty eight. Isn't it crazy how fucking like early you got out of high school? Like, like you'd be done with your day at like pretty much two o'clock, but like a nine to five, you're like, damn, I still got three more hours. Yeah, but you go. I mean, you're in also early. starting. Yeah, you're starting your day later, but it just feels so much longer. Yeah. I mean, that's nine to fives are kind of beat. Yeah, I yeah. I would rather do like a six to two or a seven to three. Yeah, I probably would too. It'd take me a little bit to get used to being up that early every day, but once I, I, I am out like, earlier, here's the thing: it's 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 two things. One, you get out earlier every day, and two, nobody's no, not many people are on that early. It's like rarely will you have meetings scheduled that early. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if that's like your normal workday hours, then you probably would. But I mean, I mean, like for people like me in like this, like I can work any like 40 hours that I want technically, but like I have to be there for meetings and stuff. So that kind of like forces people into like a typical eight or nine to five or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, But like if I wanted to, I might be able to be like, hey, like I'm going to log on early and log off early. And that would be way easier to do if I lived on the West Coast. You know what I mean? And do like a Jern right. deal, like just work yeah, like he's East Coast at, hours uh, from the 5 West Coast every morning. Yeah. What uh, time does he get up? Like I five? He says he, yeah, he he says he wakes up at like five fifteen. <laughs> he's like, I, yeah. I push it. <laughs> I was like, I would too. That's fucking early. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, he goes and does stuff like at three. Or yeah, two, he's, or I whatever mean, dude, it is. He's like, I'm like, sometimes when I play Xbox at night with him, I'm like, it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I'm like, all right, I'm going to hop off. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go eat dinner. <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah, because it's 7, 30, <laughs> 8 o'clock. Yeah. 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 I think that's probably the way to do it. Well, it doesn't even matter if you, like, if you could just, like, work those hours. Like, I feel like that's pretty good. I mean, I had those hours when I worked at the golf course in uh, Surfside Beach. Oh, six true. to one, six to one every day, dude. It was so nice. Yep. Yeah. When I had a summer gig, I did six thirty to three, I think, or it was six to three, but we had to, but we left at six thirty. I think we had to like clock in at six. Yeah. Um, but then like, I don't know. It was we were done by three basically, unless like we skipped our lunch, which would only happen on like days where we're like all right we, we kind of got to just like keep moving because like we're in a flow um then like you'd get out at 2 30 but it was yeah. nice dude i honestly loved it yeah because i feel like i mean now even now in the middle of summer where i get off at five o'clock five thirty sometimes and it's like all right i really only have like a few like two hours left of sunlight now actually i mean it doesn't get dark until eight thirty, so i technically have like three three and a half hours of sunlight but by the time i'm like logged off of work and like do the things that i got to do like get dinner ready and stuff i'm sitting down it's like 7 30 already 
Yep. It's like, all right, well, I'm going to watch the game for like an hour or two or do something with Maggie and then I'm ready for bed. Yep. It's going to be worse. Like My whole day is gone. Yeah, dude. It's even worse in the winter when it's like already dark by five o'clock too. Because then that just makes me like ready for bed even more. No, yeah, that's true. Cold out. Yeah, that's true. Seasonal depression be hitting like a motherfucker. Yeah, dude. You wake up and you're ready for work and it's like pretty much just getting light out. And then by the time you're done working, it's already dark out again. Yep. That was the worst part about busy season was like, I'd be leaving my house when it was dark out. Like I'd have to drive with my lights on at the beginning of my drive. And then like by the time I left the office, it was fucking midnight. So yeah, I'm I'm not seeing sunlight. I am, I have been thinking about this a lot like recently and I'm a big advocate for the four day work week. I feel like that would do wonders for everybody's mental health, dude. I think so too. And not like a 10, not a 40 hour, four day work week. Where no, everybody's working eight four hours times. a day, Monday through yeah, Thursday, a thirty-two hour work week. Yeah, dude. I mean, the extra eight hours aren't going to get you like more production. You know what I mean? It like, doesn't, dude. It makes it worse. That your production like, is probably going to go up because people are going to be like, "All right, like we're still going to get the These same amount of stuff day. done." Yeah. But here's the thing that I'm afraid of: is like, I'm a salary guy, so like, am I still just going to be like, "All right, well, work seventy hours a week still." In four days? No, no. Like, would my firm just be like, whatever, we're going to keep 40 as the normal. Nah, they should put a law, like a federal law, and saying, like, hourly or fucking salary, like, this is what we're going to go with. I mean, that'll never fucking happen, because we're the United States, but... Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think somebody one one time like asked like, "Hey, is there any thought about like for the summer going to like a thirty-two hour work week?" And they pretty much were like, "Nah." I mean, even if they just did it for the summer, that'd be fine. Yeah, because that would be when I would want to have the most time off anyway. That's when most people take the most time off is is the summer. Yep. You know, and like, why not, dude? Like greed. It's not even that, dude, because, like, we're getting paid the same no matter what, and I know that, like, we're not working as much. Yeah, I mean... Or I guess, you know, I guess, you know what, you're right, because it is a little bit greed, because if everyone's working billable hours, like, if that's eight billable hours per person per week that they're losing out on, You know what I mean? Because like, that's how we make our money. We we bill hours yeah. to our clients. But not always because sometimes it, they're like fixed costs. And it's like then it just makes them look worse. Because It makes like our the way our budgets work for our clients. It makes our budgets look worse because like, oh, now we're going to have all these hours. All, yeah, that's true. And like we're still not making more money. But some like it depends. There's it, there's different contracts. I think it's definitely like a uh... – it's definitely a subject that like would differ a lot in different situations, but like you got it. I think the main root of the problem is like the generation of people that are in, in power and like in positions to make decisions like that, dude, because I feel like once people like our age or even a little bit older than us, like starting to get into office, like have more of our mindset instead of, you know, the old boomers where they're just like work, 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 work until you retire. Like, yeah. I feel like those are the people that are making those decisions. And until we get 
people that have more like our ideas and idealistic values, like it's not going to change until then. Yeah. That's I ultimately what I genuinely think it comes down to is just like a difference in generations and their like values. One day, Johnny, because, because old, like if you're like a 70 year old CEO of a company, dude, and you've like spent your entire life to get to that point. The only way of success you know is to like grind and grind and grind and grind. That you're not going to have like the open mind. I mean, they're, I'm not saying this for every 70 year old CEO, but like you're not going to have the same sort of like mindfulness and mindset. Yeah. To think, like, all right, well, maybe these people that are younger than me working less hours are just as productive as I was when I was their age, slaving away at a nine to five every day of my life. You know what I mean? They're just not willing to accept the fact that just because you're not at a desk eight hours a day, five days a week, doesn't mean you're as productive it's just so different now yeah that on top of like all the like access to technology and like just overall things that make jobs easier yeah and like life easier yeah it shouldn't be as easy as it is but you know we've automated so many things it shouldn't be as easy as it is but it also shouldn't be as hard as it is either true dude big true life should not be as hard as it is yeah but whatever. Like, life moves on, dude. I'm just, I wish I could see like what it would be like in like 200 years from now. Like, are people even going to, like, if we're still around by then, but if people, like, are they going to have Maybe. jobs? Like, are jobs going to even be a thing? I don't know. I hope not. I hope they can stop working. People just be living, man. Just, just living. Dude. It's but here's the thing: it's not going to be. You're not going to think of them as jobs. You're going to think of it as living, right? Like, you know, feeding your animals and tending to your crops and shit like that. You know, taking care of your crops and stuff, and like taking care of things around the house, making That's sure that just... your solar panels are still working properly, fixing them when you need to. Yeah, that's just going to be like. But like, what's what's the whole like financial system going to be like? If nobody has jobs, how are people going to like? I don't know, like obtain items or like food and shit like that. There's no money. Like, if nobody has That's... jobs and there's no money, unless everybody just to, like, everybody's just system. living off the land. We're going old school, but it's like everybody has solar panels and electric cars, so you can still get around and shit. I only see people going back to living old school if there's like a catastrophic event that sets us back. I don't see like yeah. like people not, aren't everybody's go back to that not going to voluntarily go backwards unless they are forced to where we don't have the technology we have today. Right. I just really like, want the solar panels to survive. Cuz like if I can get I my wish. energy from the sun to like you know for electricity in my house and Maybe a yeah. car. Dude, I was thinking about this the other day, but like living in like the late 1800s to like 1930, probably that had to be like the worst time to be alive. You think so? Yeah, dude. Like the Industrial Revolution had to suck. Like one, there's no, like the entertainment is, I mean, compared, it depends on who you are. Like if you took us and put us back in the 1800s and we know of like the entertainment stuff that we have available to us today then we'd probably be like this fucking blows yeah also i'm working like 
a hundred hours a week. Like, so yeah. I know everyone shits on Henry Ford for setting like the nine to five, 40 hours a week, like work thing. But he did that because they were all only working. They were already working like 80 hours a week before that. Right. So he set that. And then, you know, a hundred years goes by and we're like, Oh, fucking Henry Ford's the reason I have to work 40 hours a week. Well, like he's the reason that, you dude, have to work shit. only 40 hours a week. Yeah, exactly. And especially working back in, like, the Industrial Revolution, you're just, like, working in coal mines, inhaling, like, the worst shit. Like, they don't give a fuck about your health or anything like that. Like Yeah, mines are fucked. You just gotta, like, work to survive, and then, like, the surviving part sucks anyway because you have nothing to do. Yeah, so you just fucking eat bread and try to stay warm. Yeah. Because it's the Great Depression and you're broke, duh. Yeah. Like... I understand when people say, like, oh, we live in such bad times because it's, like, yeah, bad to, like, us. But, like, it's also never been better for, like, the normal person, dude. Yeah. Like, we don't, like, we don't just, like, have to turn our candles off at night and worry about, like, you know, some fucking barbarian clan coming into our village and, like, raping and pillaging. Like, That's true. It's a good thing we we don't have to worry about that. Like, that's kind of nice. Yeah, We're in the safety of our own homes for the most part, like at least here in America, generally yeah. speaking. I can't speak for everywhere in the world. They might have people, you know, raping and pillaging, but uh, yeah, I'm sure that still exists somewhere. Not where I live. Definitely not where I Knock live. Knock on wood. Oh. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? We got all kinds of things we can talk about. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, I want to tell you about this movie that Maggie and I saw last night. What was it called? It was called Talk to Me. Why wasn't it? Where did you see it at? We saw it at the movie theater. Why didn't you see Oppenheimer? Because when we first saw the uh, preview for that movie, I was like, oh, I want to see that super bad. And then I looked over at Maggie and she was like, "Eh, I'm not interested. So I was like, it's a three hour movie. I'm not going to like make you sit through three hours of something you're not interested in. I'll either wait for that to go see it by myself or maybe Andy and I will go see it when he moves in. Oh, true. So so Maggie and I love horror movies. So I was like, we should go see the new Insidious. And she was like, all right, bet. And then Andy FaceTimed me last night and we were just like talking and I told him we were going to see a movie. And he was like, oh, dude. I heard this movie called Talk to Me. It's uh, by a studio called A24, and they always put out banger horror movies. He was like, I heard it was really good. And I was like, all right, probably going to have to pivot to that one because as soon as you told me it was an A24 movie, it's like I'm like, I'm there. I'm going to go see it. Right. So I told Maggie, I was like, yeah, we should go see this one instead. And then I guess she like watched the trailer or whatever. So we will end up going to see this. And it's about this group of like a brother and a sister who have a friend that lives with them or like kind of half lives with them who her mom died because uh, from suicide, her mom died from suicide. So she like kind of lives with them and lives with her dad and their friend group has this hand. It looks like a cast, but it's, it's like a hand that's like in the form of a handshake that's it's apparently cursed. And when you hold on to the hand and light a candle and say, talk to me, um, you see like a dead person sitting in front of you. And it's Is like, it Chubbs con- con- from Billy Madison? Is, Is it his hand? <laughs> no it's it's more intricate and like separated oh, okay yeah not just like a wooden plank hand 
No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, apparently, so they said in the movie that it's like some, it's like a real hand, like somebody's real hand just cast it over it. Obviously, a dead person's hand, but it was like originated from this psychic that was from town, and like it's just been getting passed around to these fans group. So, like, you you put your hand in this hand and say, "Talk to me," and then say, "See a dead person," and then say, "I let you in," and like they take over your body. And then for 90 seconds, like, it's just, like, create, like, they kind of just are possessed for 90 seconds. And then the friends around you, like, take the hand out. And it's, like, if you leave it on or if you stay in there for more than 90 seconds, they kind of, like, don't come out. So it's this whole fucking movie about, like, that premise and, like, this this kid gets, like, the brother does it and he's only 14 and, like, starts slamming his head into the table and, like, is possessed. And then in the hospital for, like, this whole time, this whole backstory to it, it was bomb dude it was probably the best horror movie i've seen in like five years i've thoroughly enjoyed it like it wasn't was one it of those like, jumps jump scare um parts of it were it was more like it had, like two or three scenes that were gory but it was more of like a psychological thriller with some horror like some demonic horror type stuff um but it was it was perfect it wasn't like cheesy like jump scares or anything like that like it actually was like suspenseful and like had you invested and like the the way it ended was like super twisty it was really good that might be good dude lex might be into that i try to find movies for her to like i try to find movies that i think kind of push the envelope of what she thinks she likes because she thinks she doesn't like horror movie films which i'm not a big jump scare guy either but i do like the more like mind fucky horrors i can get down with it's like mind fucky, but also like demonic a little bit because it's like it kind of is like a representation of like death and hell and stuff, but they do it in like a yeah. mind warping way. It's not just like, oh, there's a demon here and he's like hunting us down. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of I fuck like with a ghosts psychic. and shit like that, though. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's like my favorite type of horror like there's a uh like that's why we were going to see insidious because insidious is to me is like classic like demon horror like ghost type shit doesn't really scare me but i just like it because it's like fun to watch right but this one actually had me like a little pep in your stuff all right a little hair on your chest um i would like to see oppenheimer i think lex might want to see that with me but like we really can't with the kid because we're not gonna be like hey does somebody want to watch this kid while we go to the movies? Because we got nobody yeah. around. Like, we're not going to ask our parents to drive, you know, because it's not close. Well, it's, it's like a 40-minute drive, right? For my mom, it's like an hour and 20 for her mom, an hour and 10. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, we can just wait for it to be out of the theaters, and then we can get it somewhere. That's the thing. Oppenheimer sounds like the perfect movie to watch in like at IMAX. the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's funny we played. So I golf last weekend, and they had so you pull up. Actually, we didn't was talk this about your one ten. Was this your one ten, or you played? After yeah, that? we didn't talk about it, did we? Your one ten, we did on the pod. Yeah, last week. Really? Nah, I'm I'm like ninety nine. Point nine percent sure we did. Really? Yeah. Did I tell you about the kid about the club kids that's all Oppenheimer? No. Okay. So you pull up and I pull up and um <laughs> <laughs> Just let your intrusive thoughts win, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yo, I was telling Lex. <laughs> um there's so 
we were watching this show called Suits, right? About lawyers. And like the two main characters, their whole thing is like they always quote movies or like they'll do like movie scene things like in their lawyer like world. And yeah. um, I was like, I was saying to Lex, I was like, dude, I do that with songs. Like when I'm having a conversation with with somebody, everything they say t- turns into song lyrics. And she's like, I know. And I was like, sometimes I'm <laughs> like, sometimes like I do it during serious moments and like I don't think about it. It just, that's just what I my it brain does. Out. And sometimes it just comes out and like it it seems like I'm being rude and I'm not listening, but I'm listening. She's like, Oh, I know. Um but yeah, anyway, what was I saying? I pull up. Oh, I think I went away for Johnny, but um I don't know. And he's back. What was I what was I saying? What was I talking about before I said when I said I pull up? <laughs> uh I lost you about ten seconds ago. Yeah, I know. But what was I saying before I started this story? I was about to tell um, a story and then I tangented. Tangent. Oh, about the uh, club kids playing golf, watching Oppenheimer. You said, oh yeah, yeah, up. yeah. So, we, so <laughs> we go to this golf course and you pull up and there's a guy in front of me, like taking his his clubs out. And I was like, all right, it's like a backdrop. So I go and I'm like about to, I'm like trying to do it and my grinders in my center console and I'm trying to get it out and like it's I have, a, I have like a fat grinder so it's like getting stuck in my center console like yeah. fidgeting with it and then my um, cans you know, do the same thing <laughs> ended up like just in the nick of time like getting in my trunk throwing it in my bag and throwing it up on the sand before the kid walked up my boy Austin pulls in behind me and the kid just takes his bag out of his trunk and like puts it there and then I go and I park next to Austin because we were early and he's like dude I had all these beers Owen said BYOB I had all these beers I didn't like put in my bag blah 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 the kid just took this the bag right out of my car and I was like well dude if it's BYOB like I don't think that you need to like you're gonna say anything yeah Yeah. I think you're allowed to bring your own stuff that's that's the whole point of BYOB He's like, oh, you think so? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah. But yes, anyways, dude. so after the round, those kids are cleaning our clubs, and then they just to like shoot the shit. They're like, oh, like we saw Oppenheimer, blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah, like it really wasn't that good. Um, and I was like, all right, like I don't know. I was like, that's a bummer because like that Peaky Blinders dude was in it, so I was kind of looking forward yeah. to that, blah blah blah. And I guess like some girl, you see boobs in there, but only for like a second, and they're not that nice, and that's why those kids were upset. And I was like, well, that's a dumb reason to a go see a movie, a three hour movie. Because there's boobs in it. I think I think they just were like probably bored and like, oh, this was so long and drawn out and like not what we wanted, but it's supposed to be like suspenseful and whatnot. Were they younger so, too? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so they probably don't give a fuck about like the actual story. No. Yeah, um, dude, they're they're golf club kids, like. Yeah. They're like, uh, they're, you, dude, know, you watch a three-hour movie, and the one takeaway you had was there was boobs in it, <laughs> and not enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, all right, and then we get to the car, and Owen's like, "Dude, I saw Oppenheimer, and honestly, it's pretty fucking amazing." He's like, "It's the same producer, or director, or whatever that did um, Interstellar." He was like, "And Interstellar is oh, one of my really? favorites, and like this is right up there with it." Um, have you ever seen yeah. Interstellar? I have. It's tough to follow. It's a long one too. It's it's a long one and it's one you gotta watch. You just I know it's long, but you gotta get through it like two or three times. Then you'll yeah. like you'll appreciate dude, it's a fantastic top five movie for me. Fucking That's tough though. That That's movie. a lot of time to commit to be to be in on a movie. Yeah, you yeah, for sure. But like if you get like one rainy day where you're not doing shit, dude, perfect fucking movie. To just watch back to back to back? <laughs> no, not not you don't have to watch them all at once, like three times at once, but like Every now and then, um, which speaking of, have you ever seen the movie The Town? The Town, no. With ben What's Affleck? it about? 
So I, I saw it once, like, when it first came out back in, like, 2010. And we came across it the other night. And Maggie was like, oh, it's one of my favorite movies ever. And I was like, dude, I've heard, like, other people say that. So we watched it again. And it was actually really good. It's about, um, like, this two or three, three or four person, like, bank heist crew in Boston. And they're, like, robbing a bank and stuff. But they're they're getting the money from ro- the banks that they rob and, like, uh, cleaning it through this floral shop like local floral shop and stuff and they hit these few jobs and they rob this bank and um one of the bank robbers ben affleck starts to date the bank manager of the bank that she robbed they robbed and she doesn't know it was him who like robbed her and all in all i don't want to spoil anything for you but like their last like job before he's like trying to get away from the life and like take her with him and all this stuff is to rob fenway park during like a yankees and red sox series and uh like shit goes down. I don't. I don't want to tell you what happens because, like, I think good, you should watch I'll, it. It's a really good movie. But fine, I'll watch it. It's a f- fantastic movie. I wouldn't like Brandon um, from Coastal. I forget his last name. Navarez. Top of my head. Malarkey. But, no, the other one. Malarkey Navarez. was telling me how it's like his favorite movie Malarkey. of all time, and I was like, movie of all time, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, no way. It's like your goat movie, and then I watched it, and I was like. It's still not a goat movie for me, but I could see why like he would like it because it's like about Fenway, Boston, Boston, yeah, Fenway, yeah. That's why it's really always sunny movie. in Philadelphia to it. me is the all time goaded sitcom of all time. I might agree with you honestly, and I hate sitcoms, but that's always sunny is a classic, certified banger, dude. Yeah, I'm going through it again now. I'm in like the middle of season eight, dude. There's episodes still coming out right now. It's the, like the longest running sitcom of all time, isn't it? I don't know about that. Dude, I think right now the they're first on they're season on came season out in like 2004, bro. I'm telling you, yeah, it's been it's been a fat minute since that show's like premiered. But the longest of all time. Yeah, I mean Seinfeld wasn't. It was only a few years in the 90s, wasn't it? I don't know. Friends is the same. I don't really know any other sitcoms. Off the None top of, of like my head. the big ones. Like what about like The Office? That that's not like The Office I is the Office a sitcom? There's no laugh tracks or anything in it. <laughs> so does it have to have laugh tracks to be a sitcom? I think a sitcom is like Well, it's always Actually, sunny doesn't have they don't have laugh tracks and it's always sunny. I was gonna say, is always sunny a sitcom? Because it's not live, like it's not well, live. Well what would it be then? I don't know. <clears throat> Just a show? I don't know. Can we Google the genre of uh, what this is? Yeah, what is? makes a sitcom a sitcom? God damn. You're getting destroyed by the hiccups, brother. Yeah. What makes a sitcom It started a in sitcom? 2005. Um, let's see. God, fuck. Oh, sitcom stands for situation comedy. Situational comedy, yeah. And that's what it is. It's a, it's a comedy based on the situation that they're in. Yeah. Three types of sitcoms. Are you alright? <laughs> no, dude, you know what's funny? I watched a uh, episode of Son of a Boy Dad the other day, and fucking Lil Sass popped us in, and he got the hiccups really bad, and he was like, 
dude, I just started doing Zen because like I'm trying to quit uh, vaping and stuff. And he's like, these things fucking destroy me. He's like, I get the hiccups like crazy. He's like, I just popped one in and he had the same situation, bro. Just <laughs> it only lasts like two minutes. And it doesn't happen every time I pop one, but like randomly, it just fucking it gets me. Yeah, yeah, like it's gone now. JT gets the hiccups bad. Do you have to burp them? Uh, no, nothing really works. Usually, just time. Yo, actually, this morning he was like, Lex was like, kind of like taking care of him and put him in the bathnet, and I was in the kitchen, and then I was like, all right, let me, I'm gonna try to scare him. So I kind of like sneaked over. He wasn't looking my way, and I was like, ah, and he kind of jumped, and then his hiccups went away, and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> He almost cried though because he got scared. <laughs> so I kind of felt bad, but it worked. When the day the day that I become a dad, I'm gonna be the same way, dude. I I'm always like jump scaring like the dogs or even Maggie. <laughs> I just love doing it. I don't know why. I do it to Lex all getting, the time. Getting Boone is my favorite, dude. Jump scaring Boone is the best, bro, because he always gives you the most like animated response. Because you know how like wired he always is. When you catch I, Boone off guard, dude, it's the it's the best. <laughs> I like catching Ben off guard, like because he'll try to beg around the kitchen, and like he thinks that we can't see him. So sometimes, like if I see him in the corner of my eye, I'll like jump at him, and then he's like, "Oh shit, yeah. I'm caught begging," <laughs> and like I'm genuinely scared. But it's hardwood in there, and he got no traction, so he's yeah. like skipping on the uh, on the tracks. On the hardwood floor. <laughs> Dude, Boone's thing is he'll follow, like, if I get up to, like, make dinner or something, I'll walk into the kitchen, and he always follows. Whoever walks into the kitchen, he'll be like, all right, I guess I'll see what this is about. So he follows. And I try to keep him out of the kitchen while I'm, while I'm cooking, so I'll, like, hear him walking behind me, and I know he's walking behind me because he does it every time. I'll just, like, turn around and just, like, stop like this, and he just stares at me. And then I'll be like, Boone, go lay down. And I'll have to do it, like, six or seven times. And then what, he, like, he never, like, actually stopped so i had to get the gate out and he's terrified of mr gate dude like scared. mr like, gate's gonna get you sometimes i'll throw his ball into the little half bath we keep the gate in and he'll like sit there and like bark at his ball because he's, he's afraid to go into the bathroom to get it because mr gate is sitting in there it's so <laughs> it's so funny dude as soon as the gate comes out he knows it's like business and he just goes and lays down so i have an answer for you all right hit me this is It's Always Sunny is the longest running live action sitcom in US TV history. Okay, I mean that makes sense. I didn't know it was what does live action mean? Is that like So, the longest run it means not animated. The longest running oh, okay. animated sitcom is The Simpsons. Oh, wow. Does South So then South Park probably qualifies as a sitcom then? Yeah, right? Yeah, probably. I don't know how The Simpsons is still running, dude. I don't. I, I haven't met one person where they're like, "Dude, I fucking love The Simpsons." <laughs> yeah, you're right. Have you? Because I, I like I haven't. No, no. I've met people that are like diehard South Park fans, but not diehard. Yeah, Simpsons. South Park is a sitcom. Family Guy That's... is a sitcom. Yeah, let's see. So it started in 1997. South Park did? Yeah. The Simpsons started in 89. Wow. That's a run. When did Family Guy start? Like 2005, 2004? 
Family Guy is up to like 20 seasons, I think. Nah, Family Guy started in 1999. Really? Wow. Yeah, it like didn't pop off that early though. Family Guy might be the goaded sitcom for me. You think so? Yeah, I think it's got the edge from, well, for me personally, like it's my favorite animated sitcom more than, I like Family Guy more than South Park or um, Futurama is pretty good though. Yeah. I'd still, I'd Family still put Guy is probably Family really Guy good. over South I should, Park. I should start watching yeah. some Family Guy. It's always, Hulu's always advertising it to me. That's how, dude, so I saw, I was going to say this when you brought up Suits. But I saw this video on Twitter. I think it was from Barstool Podcast, one of them. And it was like, I have this uh, conspiracy theory that whoever the higher up at Netflix is, is like fucked with the algorithm to just put suits as like a recommended show for anything you watch because it's always number one, like always like the top shit on my banner, like on Netflix. And I was like, yeah, that's like kind of true, bro. Like I've never watched anything that has like any sort of relevance to that show, but it's always coming up on my fucking like recommended or like top like watch this now blah 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 and then maggie and i last night watched a uh john mulaney stand-up comedy and after it the first the three that popped up it was like the witcher which i get because the new season just dropped suits was number two and then some other one and i was like i'm watching john mulaney which i i mean he wears a suit in all of his stand-up so i guess that makes sense but <laughs> well still. suits is like it's like popping in america i think yeah, but is it popping because that's all they've just been showing? Like maybe I, I saw it was like the most watched Netflix show, as in like consumed time. Like each episode was watched. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't the most watched as like viewership wise, but like the length of how much of it people have watched is like the most of all time. Really? Yeah, it's only eight seasons. I know, and I've I've definitely watched shows longer than eight seasons. Sixteen episodes each, so it's a, it's like a hundred and forty something episodes, I think. At like an hour apiece, or are they thirty minute episodes? Um, I think they're like forty five because I think they were an hour on TV. Yeah, that makes sense. I might have to give it a shot. It's pretty good, dude. The last few seasons, it kind of gets like drawn out, but I mean, it's good. It's good at first. That's true with, like, every show, I feel like. Every show, dude. Every show. Yeah, Breaking Bad was that way. Um, I feel like Peaky Blinders is kind of starting to get there. Yeah. Um, Sons of Anarchy was the same. That was, like, the Sons of Anarchy was, like, the first show that I was, like, I watched, like, start to finish on Netflix, and I was, like, this shit slaps. Yeah. I still haven't watched any of that. I need to get into that. Gives me kind of Breaking Bad vibes, and Breaking Bad's, like, one of my favorite shows ever. See, I've never seen Breaking Bad. Oh, dude, you would fucking love Breaking Bad. Especially, like, the first three seasons. And it's, like, the the first three seasons of Breaking Bad is, like, the best TV I think I've ever seen. Like, from, from the first episode, you're getting banging fucking action, dude. It's, like, not slow at all. Have you seen Prison Break? That was the first show I ever binged. Like, binge-watched in, like, mm. three days. Like, every episode. Yeah, I uh, that and I Dexter. Those are the two like popular ones, like mo- or more popular ones that I feel like I haven't seen that I'm coming out on. From like that, those were like similar. They got hot similar generation like timeline. Yeah, and I mean Prison Break kind of has like that uh, corporate 
like networky feel to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't yeah. have the freedom that a lot of Netflix shows have where it can go into depth about like some of the more like violent stuff or like yeah. really show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it was, uh, it came, it was like an NBC show. I'm pretty sure when it first came out or one of those big networks, ABC, yep. one of them, I think it was ABC. Yeah. Or maybe still Fox. Good show though. But it's the same thing, you know, after two seasons, it's like, all right, how many prisons is this guy going to break out of? You know what I mean? All of them. That's what he does. It's the name of the game, baby. Yeah. Duh. Like, how much speed do these people need? They need a lot of speed. They need all the speed. So we're going to make a bunch of need for speeds. <laughs> or fucking uh, Fast and Furious, dude. How furious do you need to be? Super furious. How fast and how furious do you need to be? <laughs> I got to be super furious when I'm what going else, dummy uh, fast. What else do we have on the dock? Um. Oh, I got Lex a couple of records. This is just random. Got Lex a couple of records of Post Malone, so she spun them. Um, loved them. It's funny. So I got them for her, and I was like, I'm sure she'll appreciate it, but like, I don't know if she's gonna like love them, love them. You know what I mean? Um, right. she's not really like a big record girl. She almost cried when I, she was like so stoked and she almost texted in the group chat. Like, cause I was like, Oh no, new Mac or Cole. And she was like, dude, I literally typed out like, what about posty? And then she deleted it. Cause like, she didn't want to like guilt me into like getting stuff for her. Cause she was like, just joking. Um, but yeah, so I ended up grabbing her two post Malone albums, like to surprise her with. And then I was like, I don't even know if she's really going to like them that much. Like she doesn't like love records like i'm sure she'll like appreciate it and she's like oh this is dope but i don't know if she's gonna like love it but she was like oh my god like this yeah. is amazing blah 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 um because i got her 12 carat toothache which is like one of her favorite albums of his and then austin which i don't know how i got i literally bought that on record the day after it released on apple music it came out yeah it was uh they must have been sitting on that because my record store had like yeah. a thousand copies of that shit yeah yeah i uh um, the but one yeah, now Post she's like, Malone album that I want is Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Do you guys have that one? No. That's like one of my favorite albums. Uh, my favorite album from him, but overall, like of the past like ten years, Beer Bongs and Bentleys is my shit. I haven't, yeah. I haven't really fucked. I listened to his new one, but I haven't really been fucking with his his latest music really. It's like real singy and like real sad. It is, and it's good. Like art, it is good. Like artistically it's it's good music but it's just not my vibe like i like when he gets on like a hip-hop beat like uh what's that song rock star or um rich and sad is one of my favorites like all the beats he has on beer bongs and bentley's like when he's on that type of vibe is my favorite post malone i like white stoney's a good album too yeah that's yo you know what i almost bought stoney it was in fye when we were in the mall yesterday i almost bought it or yeah yesterday yeah they had one copy of that yellow dog FYE's got it for. I bread. mean, Post Malone albums in general are like usually more expensive than most. I feel like. Yeah, that's true. Because I feel like all his dope. are like forty to forty-five range. Um, yeah. But it was it, they had Stony there, and I was between that one and some other one. But then I found For Your Eyes Only, and I was like, oh, I'm getting this one. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I checked Fye for Mac Miller and J Cole, and they only had things that I already had, and I was like, well. That's not very helpful. Yeah, it's kind of wild how like all the Mac albums are. I mean, we have them. Because a lot of swimming and a lot like, of circles. Swimming and circles, Macadelic. I see yeah, a Macadelic. Lot, and I see a, a lot. lot of uh, 
what's the other one? Not Blue Slide Park. The, they always have it, dude. Um, um, kids. My record store always has best day ever. That's what it is, not kids. Yeah. Yeah, BDE, and it's like the blue and red. Yeah, 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 with the black. It's Yeah, but then it's blue and red, like lettering. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm probably loud. I see a decent amount, but not as much as the other ones. Like Swimming Circles and Macadelic, I feel like I see those the most. All the time, dude. They always have copies of those. I've been seeing a lot of uh, To Pimp a Butterfly and Good Kid Mad City. A lot of that. And um, Untitled Unmastered, dude. That I might actually, have to be... I need to get... I just saw that for the Go first ahead. time at FYE. I almost bought it. Because I was like, I actually kind of like some of the songs off of this. But I, I hate all the hip hip hooray throughout the entire album. Like, if you listen to the... If you just listen My, to the album. Yeah. There's mad, yeah. like, hip hip that- hooray. Yeah, and the fact that like the the songs aren't named is like, I can never remember which ones I like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think I like two or four, maybe six. Three and seven, I think, are my favorite. But I like again, the one I where it's like walking around with those blue faces. I don't even know what that one is. Well, if you knew it, you would say, "Oh, they should call the song I heard Blue it, Faces." I would probably know it. <laughs> the. Uh... I need to work on my Kendrick discog. I think once I get cold on. Yeah, I need but to get cold. Also, on the other hand, them. they've had a lot of uh, 808s and heartbreaks from Kanye. I saw that as well. Yeah, dude. I need to get yeah. my Kanye Kanye work up. I also have seen what did I see at Fidelity the other day? Oh, the Black Album from Jay Z. I don't have any Jay Z. Ooh, that's a good one to have. You know what one I really want is Watch the Throne. I'm not a big Jay Z guy. Like I like Jay Z, but I never That's was like, a big Jay Z guy. Though. I like That's Big with, Sean. Uh, Lamborghini Mercy, No Chicks You So Thirsty. Oh really? That song. Yeah, that's that album. And um, what's the other one? Ham. Going hard as a motherfucker. I don't know. I probably would know, would know it if it I heard, heard it. it. Yeah. Not not ringing a bell. Yeah, I don't have any Jay Z. Also Eminem, dude. They had Marshall Mathers LP one and two, and the uh, and Encore. Yeah, I have the Eminem show. I have um, the Slim Shady LP. I just picked up a few weeks ago. Um, it was funny actually. I picked up uh, Music to Be Murdered by, and yep. then when we went to the St. Louis one, they had the Music to Be Murdered by with Side B on it, and I was like, "Fuck, dude." Kind of wish I didn't just buy this because I would I would definitely get this one on top of it, but it was like sixty bucks and I already had like five in my hand. I was like, right, I don't I don't need a side. You should have got I'll it and sold the other one. I should have, dude. I could have just sold it on Discogs because the other yeah. one, the first one I got was a used copy at Yellow Dog for like twenty bucks. Mm. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say something about remember, so never mind. Um, dude. I'll I'll make it quick, but my story, oh. my hunt for faces. Go ahead, I'll tell you after. At Fye, I almost splurged and started my Eminem discog. They had music to be murdered by, Kamikaze, and Revival. Ooh, and Fuck I was about Revival, to... but I still probably would would buy it just to have. Yeah, just to have it, and like, cause I mean, for you, you would definitely want to complete the discog one day, and I probably would too, just because like. I like enough Eminem. Like, I really like Music We Murdered By, and I really like Kamikaze, and I like his earlier stuff, like yeah. um, Encore. I want to get Recovery. Yeah, Recovery's good. Recovery's a banger. 
Um, but there's a know, lot of M's. Kamikaze might too. be hard to find. But um, dude, so Friday last Friday, I'm getting off work and I'm starting to make dinner, and Maggie gets home and I'm like, "Yo, we should go to the record store tomorrow." Because I didn't play golf last weekend; it was too hot, so we we're just gonna hang out. It's like we should hit up the record store. Um, she's like, "Yeah, bet." So I was like, "All right, I'm gonna hop online and see what they have." And I'm just like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And while I was looking, she had left to return like one of her pack Amazon packages at Harris Teeter or something like that, or whatever one of those yeah. stores. Yeah. So I'm scrolling and I see faces, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" So I like called her instantly, and I was like, "Yo, if you can get over to Yellow Dog like ASAP, they have one copy of Faces left." And she was like. I'm on like the other side of town. I'm not going to make it in time. So I was like, fuck it. I'll, I'll just go hung up, called yellow dog. And I was like, yo, I know you guys close in like 30 minutes. I'll be there in 15, like hold faces for me. And the guy was like, all right, what does the cover look like? And I was like, I can't describe this to you, dude. I was like, it's yellow. It has like a bunch of yeah. weird random art on it. Like Mac Miller. And so he's like, all right, I'll, I'll hold it for you. And I'm like, bet I'm on my way. So I like ran to my car, fucking race to the record store. And I walk in, and the guy that works there, who knows me by name, I don't even know this dude's name, but knows me by name, was, like, walking down the aisle and was like, yo, Johnny, I got you ready, like, to be checked out in the back. And I was like, all right, bet. Walked up, and um, he was like, is this your last one? And I was like, no, dude, I need I need the Divine Feminine. Like, that's the last one I need. This one and Divine Feminine has been eluding me for so long, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, all right, well. If we ever get one in, like, I'll hold one for you. And I was like, fucking man, dude. I was like, this is what I get for spending thousands of dollars at this store. Yeah, yeah. But it's dope, dude. It's a three-disc set, and each side of each disc says uh, has a letter that spells out faces. So it's like, mm. this one is F-A-C-E-S. And yeah. then it came with, like, two or three different pieces of art. And one's just, like, this outline of Mac holding a golden retriever. And I'm, like, kind of con- – I want to – I want to get a frame for it because that's like something I would actually hang up. But it, oh, dude, what a find. It was 60 bucks, which also wasn't too bad because all the ones I've seen on Discog were like well over 100. Yeah. Yeah, I pay 60 bucks for faces. I'd pay 60 for faces and Divine Feminine. Facts. If they, if Divine Feminine was there too, I would have snagged both of them in a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are like, the you don't Divine. even think about those. Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying. I didn't even think about. I just like was like hold it for me and I'll be there to buy it and I got there with like ten minutes to spare before they closed and I was telling the guy telling the guy I was like dude I was gonna just come tomorrow with my girlfriend and he was like it's a good thing you didn't because this would have been the first thing we sold and I was like yeah that's why I'm here now yeah hundred percent I wish I had a yellow dog like it's just so nice that you can go online and see what they have. That's the best part about it, dude. I just hop on once a week and just click on. They have like a pre, like a pre-order section, and then a uh, new release section. Just go to the new stuff and like see what they have. And you know, they don't ever have like it's not like they have a whole rack of new shit every week. But they've always got like five or six ones that would interest me or like something that I've been looking for. Like when uh, Avenged Sevenfold's album came out, they had that um, right. A bunch of like random like j cole like for your eyes only i saw on there um friday night lights especially when i see i'm scrolling and i see like they have a flatbush like when i found drugs dude i was like oh fuck going to get that right now it's such a dude the adrenaline you get when you find one that you've been looking for for so long or one that's like has been on your list for a minute which speaking of we should be getting the uh the new rust, the rust. One. i think the rust comes out in like two weeks 
Yeah, I was gonna say I think we should be getting that like in August. And it is all he was Whoa. He was doing uh he tweeted out the other day he was doing like twenty thousand signed CDs or something like that. And they were like twenty bucks and I was like, That'd be kinda cool to have, but I was like, eh, I already got the vinyl, like I don't need them. Yeah. I'm never gonna like yeah. listen to the C D. No. I was like, you couldn't have signed the vinyl? And someone said that to him, and he was like, well, they're two different things. He was like, I made the vinyls $12, so, like, that's what makes them special. And also, like, I give you, like, seven different color options, and, like, you're getting, like, some sort of collector's value there, but the CDs are, are going to have the the signatures. I was like, I can respect right. that. Yeah, yeah. That Logic would be dope if you signed the vinyls, notes. though. Yeah, a signed Russ vinyl would be sick. And the, the artwork on his new upcoming album that we, we're getting is, like, I fuck with it heavy. There might be some cool artwork inside of the vinyls. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of hoping for that. It's got kind of like the, his cover kind of has like a KOD art style feel, which I like where it's almost yes. like oil painted. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm excited for that one. I need to start like hanging some of my posters. Cause I have so many, so many, so many uh, like pieces of artwork that are in like my vinyls that I, haven't done anything with yeah i think i'm gonna wait for when maggie and i eventually buy a house and then wherever my cave or like my office or whatever it is i'm just gonna go through all my vinyls and find my favorite pieces of artwork in each and like start an art wall and just hang them all up on a, on a single wall like behind my desk or something yeah Lex Dude, and you I could just been... do the wall behind you like in your basement that would look sick yeah i could i could do my basement and just start like putting them out here but like nobody really hangs out here except for me. I guess that's all right. Um, but we were talking about if we were to stay here long term, um, just because like the way that the market works and shit like that, and like we have a really good interest rate on our mortgage, and couldn't get anything. We couldn't even get close to twice our mortgage, our interest rate right now. Yeah. Um. So like we might be here for longer than we planned, but it would be really dope if we could. Like, we can't really add out. Because all of our walls are like concrete, but I was like, we could add a second story. That would be pretty dope. Yeah. Um. So if we did that, we'd have some extra room to to play around with. I'd I'd probably find somewhere to put it. That'd be pretty cool. I think it would be awesome if we could add a second story here. I was gonna say I I feel like I I don't know why, but I just love having like a second story. Not even that it like makes that much of a difference, but just having like two areas of the house would be yeah just like and having it be like nice. like when i'm upstairs like i'm probably going to bed you know like that's where the bedrooms are and shit like that right right um and then like when i'm downstairs i'm living but yeah, when i'm dude, upstairs when, uh... i'm still in my room like i'm in bed like that's still like a private space to me like like growing up having my bed be upstairs like i always felt like i was like truly like in private there but now like with my bedroom being on the first floor i don't feel like i'm totally like in private in my room if people are there when like i'm in bed right yeah now i feel that which is fine i mean i don't really need to feel like i'm like if people are in my house i should probably be talking to them <laughs> not sleeping <laughs> yeah yeah um we got lots of stuff on the dock if you want to talk about it let's get it um Jalen Ramsey in the NFL. Jalen Ramsey's out until December. He was with the Dolphins. He had signed with the Dolphins this offseason. So that's kind of like a big blow to their defense. They signed Eli Apple to make up what, for it. Uh, what injury did he get? What happened to him? 
Something with his meniscus, I believe. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Um, have you seen the Jonathan Taylor fiasco? Yeah, he requested a trade, and the owner was like, fuck you. He requested a trade, and Jim Irsay was like, well, we're never going to trade you. Like, not now, not like in October, which is when the deadline is. And then he said something like, whatever, dude. Like, if we were both to die right now, like, the game wouldn't stop for a second. Like, the game wouldn't forget us. And that's just, like, a weird thing to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But basically, I think he was being like, look, none of us are special, dude. Like, none of us will be missed. And, like, if you... If we don't have you here long term, then we don't have you here long term because they're probably going to do the Saquon thing. This is the last year of his rookie deal, and then they can always just franchise him. And I'm sure they will. They probably will. That's just going to piss him off even more. Yep. Um. Did you see the Sean Payton and Nathaniel Hackett stuff? Yeah, where he was like, pretty much saying how Hackett was a hack. Was he like, basically was said the worst coaching he, of all time. He, he basically said that Hackett, Hackett had like the worst coaching job of all time. And then yeah. he was like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Like I had my Fox like reporter hat on, like not like my coaching hat. And like, that's, you know, that's a big mistake by me. And then Aaron Rodgers, did you see what he said? No. He said, keep my coach's name out Jamal. He said that about Hackett, Sean Payton yeah. and Hackett. Yeah. To Sean Payton about Hackett. Like in interviews and stuff like that. (laughs) So New York goes to Denver week five. Oh, man. Spicy. I bet they put that as a primetime game if both teams are like. They might flex it into one. Two and two or four and one. Um, And then in Seattle, Kenneth Walker has a groin injury. He might be out for a while. And Zach Charbonnet has, I think, a shoulder injury. I think he like broke his arm. He'll be out for like six weeks. That's tough. And that's your top two running backs in Seattle. Welcome welcome to Seattle. This is the annual Seattle running backs get injured segment. Yeah. Come back next year around the same time for the same update. Yep, you'll see you'll see who the new names are. Um US women's national team in the women's world cup, they barely got out of the group stages with they had a they beat Vietnam and they had two draws against the Netherlands and Portugal. And they finish second in the group, and, and they get out. They're moving on. I think they play Sweden. Yeah, they play Sweden on Sunday at 5 a.m. Are you going to tune in? Nah. Yeah, probably not. It's pretty early. I'll, I'll that, and I'll, I'll probably just tune into like the final if if we're in it. So you know what's weird? We're playing Sweden, and we are us and Sweden both finished second in our group. Usually in the men's world cup, a it's one usually, plays a two. Yeah, I was gonna say that's backwards. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing over there. Those women. Where even is this world cup? It's uh, in Australia and New Zealand. Oh, that's why the times that. are all messed up. It's like nine p.m. and like three a.m. Yeah. So I haven't watched any of it. Maybe five a.m. Maybe. The baby's got me up. He's trying to eat. I wake up. Throw it on. Yeah. Throw it no, on. I'll be sleeping. We'll see. Big maybe. That's it. That's all we got? Yeah. The Eagles officially rolled out their Kelly Greens. Yeah, dude. Big fan of that. Yeah. Big fan of that. That was my go-to in Madden, dude. I would always play with the Kelly Greens. Always. Always. 
Or I that's not true. I actually did like the blue and the yellow. Oh yeah, the blue and the yellow was always good. That was always like a fun switch up. Yeah, um, yeah. That, it was. I almost never used their whites or their greens. I would always do Ke- uh, Kelly green, the blue and the yellow, or the black. The black. Yeah, the black was good too. Um, no, but I I like the I like the whites now. Like as an adult, yeah. I like the I like the white. Yeah, it's clean, I've grown, it's crisp. Yeah, it's, it's mature. Yeah, it is. It's a classy look. And just like you can wear like all white accents with it and do like a full white out, dude, and it looks good. Yeah, the full white out is clean. But I like the Kelly greens and I I like the gray pants. Yeah, that's a nice little like touch. Um, nice little touch, but it's like also not too bright. Like I, the whites with the Kelly green, the Kelly green's bright to begin with. Yeah, yeah, the and, gray kind of dulls it down a little bit. Yeah, it's to nice, balance dude. it out. And you could throw in like some black cleats and some even some like white socks or gray socks. Well, the socks are white with green stripes, two green, green stripes. stripes in the middle of them. Yeah, I fuck with that. I yeah, it's not bad. That. Yeah. White ankle are, tape. Are socks like mandatory? Like do you have to wear socks as like an NFL player? Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I you don't... see a lot of college players not wearing like high socks like that. What do I they really wear? I don't know if that's an NFL thing. Like, just ankle socks. Like you can see their skin on from, like, their knee to their ankle, pretty much. Maybe they're wearing no-shows. Maybe. Trying to make a fashion statement. I, yeah. I mean, hey. All props to them. I would wear mid-calves over ankle socks if it was me. Yeah, I'd probably want some sort of protection on my skin, so I would just probably go high socks. Yeah, I like the high like socks I, look. I, I know I was, socks aren't like, you know, the most protective thing, but clank and shins like skin to skin just sounds terrible, dude. Yeah. I uh I don't know. I I think well, I used to do the pants up for baseball, so I, I'm I'm a sock kind of guy. High sock yeah, kind of guy. Too. I did the pants up when I was pitching and then I had long pants like down when I was playing the field. Yeah, that makes sense. You golfing this weekend? I am. I uh, go low, my brother. Spot. Thanks. We're playing Burning Ridge in um, Conway, and I've never played there, so I'm excited to get a new track under my belt. Ooh, I'm, I'm also I'm playing a new course tomorrow. Our uh, tee time is at eight thirty, so I'm gonna get there at like seven forty-five. Do my casual fifteen balls on the range, kind of get loosened up, and have myself a day. Where yeah, are you I should probably. I'm playing at this place called Vineyard. It's like an hour away in Egg Harbor Township. It's kind of near like Atlantic City, so it's gonna be it's probably gonna be chilly when I go out there tomorrow. Let's yeah. see, let's take, a, let's take a gander at the weather here. See what we're what we're twerking with, because it's kind of it's kind of been cold. Like you're not cold, but it's been cool. Like this week's been really nice weather, honestly. Yeah, same here. It was like sixty when Maggie woke up this morning. Yeah, we uh, are, I've been like bringing him out in the morning. And Lex and I have been sitting outside late at night, and it hasn't been gross. It's been nice. Let's see. Yeah, it's going to be like in the 60s tomorrow when we tee off. What time do you tee off? 7.09. So no range for your boy? No, we're not going to make it to the range. <laughs> you have to leave at 5.15. But then, like, our round's going to be over by 11. It's not even going to be 80 yet when we finish up. Yeah, that's going to be nice. That's why I love an early tee time, dude. Yeah, hopefully I'm home by noon, and then I'm going to the Union game tomorrow night. Who are they playing? 
uh, DC United. It's the League's Cup. So it's like a Ooh. a cup with like the MLS, Liga MX. I think that's it, actually. I don't know if anybody that's outside cool. of that is in it. But that's yeah. Cool. Dude, got so we got second row tickets for $58 with fees. They were 44 Damn. bucks on StubHub. Or section the section that we're in is like two down. So there's one section that is like split in half by midfield. And then we're there's like another section and then our section. So we're like, you know, a section and a half from midfield. Are those gonna be like the best seats you've had at that stadium so far? Um Yeah, probably. Probably the closest. That's dope. Yeah. It won't be Owens, though. When we went to uh, a playoff game, Owen was with Wig. Me, Wig, Cassandra, and Lex had tickets for a playoff game. And I'd asked Owen, and he said no. And then he was with Wig the night before the game drinking, and Wig convinced him to go, but he, he couldn't buy tickets with us. They were pretty much sold out. He paid right. 200 bucks for a field-level ticket. Oh my God. But he was like, dude, whatever. We're going to go. I'll do it right. Like I'm sitting by myself anyway. Like I still want to like have a good time. And he was, dude, he was like, He's, like, at the field level where, like, they have the balls for, like, throw-ins and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, He's, yeah. like, I could reach out and touch on my way to the seat. He's, like, and I got free drinks and, like, free service the entire time. And I was, like, that's not bad, dude. Honestly, 200 bucks for that for a playoff game is not bad at all. And I'm pretty sure they went into overtime and scored. Um, Yeah, they did. They went into like, overtime, yeah. scored a volley from outside the 18, and Owen was pissed. He was, like, I wanted PK so bad. He was, like, I wanted <laughs> yeah, the drama. That would have been pretty fucking cool. But still, that drama that he got. Still was amazing good. and it was and they yeah. scored like because he was kind of like equal with like the 18 that they scored it at like he was down there where they scored it right perfect fucking view of it yeah yeah damn i need so yeah, to hopefully to soccer game soon dude. hopefully we get a good game is, tomorrow and a union dub yeah andy's moving in on saturday so he's coming down friday evening gonna stay at my house tonight and then get his keys in the morning when i leave for golf that's dope. And then get everything all set. I think his parents are coming down and stuff to help him. So yeah, that makes sense. I was gonna ask how he's getting everything down. Yeah, he's uh, his car just broke down like a week ago. So I guess he has to take his Damn. parents' SUV and they're taking a truck. And then when he gets down here and moved in, he's like, "Yeah, I gotta, I gotta buy a new car." But he was like, "It's fine, dude. I was looking for uh, something new, anyways. Like I've had this car for so long." Yeah. We're, we're Lex and I are both looking for new cars, dude. Shit's just bread these days. Shit is bread. Everything is bread, dude. I yeah. went to Subway for lunch today, and all I got was a sandwich. It was just chicken with, like, cheese and veggies on it. It wasn't anything crazy, and it was, like, 13 bucks, dude. And I was like, bro, I remember the days I used to get fucking footlong bacon, uh, chicken bacon ranch, cookies, yep. chips, and a soda, and it still wasn't $13. No, it was, like, 7 Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's gone to hell, but, this place, but hey, you know what? Just don't think about it. Swipe the card. Enjoy, enjoy your life. life. <laughs> yeah. Before you know it, we're all going to be dead. And here's the thing about money, dude. You can always make more, so. Exactly. Don't be miserable but, all the time. Enjoy your life. Tell somebody that you love them. Hug your, hug your neighbor. Make somebody smile. Maybe go smooch.